Old man, old man. Not again. From Mandela, you could never check me. Back to back like my terms in office, they couldn't get me. Back to back like two duelers, it's about to take ten paces. Back to back like Trump's divorce, as I said it, now face it, oh. Thinks he's important because of his riches. So when I look back, I might be mad that I gave this attention. Uh, but it's weighing heavy on my conscience. And now here comes the man straight out of watch. I'm convinced that this. Are you going to download this? You have to download this. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's stuck. <laughs> I'll tell you, when I first heard this, I really. I had, to th- I had to think about it for a minute. And I said, you know what? I hope Obama's term. Is done real soon because I really would want him to spit bars like this on motherfuckers, like for real, like just really hit some hardcore. But like, yo, uh, I know you people out there expect me to be presidential and dignified, but you motherfuckers about to get. He got jokes. I think he could do it. Oh yeah, he got bars. Uh, early, we got bars. Uh, Barack got bars. I'm letting you guys know now. <laughs> Welcome everybody for another episode of the regular season sportscast. That's right, people. We are up to episode 13 and I really, really want to get to a point when I'm not calling out episodes anymore that it becomes too much. And I'm like, I'm at episode don't give a shit anymore. I'm just <laughs> going to get up to that point. And when that happens, I'm hopefully getting paid by advertisers and sponsors. So please, anybody out there, although I have a job now. An extra income is not bad. I really, I, I could, I, I'm well deserved. It's about my time. Well, speaking of that, I am glad that our show is being broadcast and being uploaded by RageWorks.net. That is RageWorks.net. Like I said, boss, that Barack Obama intro, it's not copywritten, so we don't have to get worried about getting hit with um, the president of Dildo coming down and hit us in the head. So we're, we're good. I also want to say thank you for everybody who's been participating for the show for the past episodes. It's been awesome. And like I said, you guys, you can catch us on iTunes as well as RageWorks.net. And um, I'm just hoping that, that it keeps on coming. Last night I was at a House of Glory event. I'm going to do a review of that for our Turnbrook Tabloid segment uh, this week. And um, it was cool that to be there and there they were individuals who recognized me and recognized the show. Although I try to play really low key, I'm not the type of individual who wants his face out there because, you know, these mo- these movie star good looks. I don't want anybody to get hypnotized by it. You know, that's just that's just how I am. You know, Brad Pitt, you ain't got shit on me. But to all honesty, I want the work to speak for itself. And that is why I just I'm, I'm really very low key when it comes to like putting myself out there. You know, I just want the show to do what it is, what it does. Um. Uh, so once again, make sure you guys download and stream the episodes of RageWork.net as well as on iTunes. This week, we are going to be touching up on... We got some score in the red zone because I have a guest today. Yes. I, I And the guest that I have today, I'm going to elaborate a little bit more about. It's it's one of those things that, as I, as I told you guys many times on other episodes, I wanted to be a show that's more in-depth in depth <laughs> with being the common man's type of show and not to say that the common man is a lower man but it's the man's type of show or the common woman's show that rather than having individuals who are on it who are know-it-alls who think they know shit and uh, all the st- statisticians of what you know whatever genre of sports we're hitting up on 
I want it to be that we sit around having a couple of beers, talking shit. And if I mess up, you correct me. If you mess up, I'm definitely going to embarrass you. And, you know, we get the feedback later on. Just get that. Right. So the, 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 the reason why I wanted to put this show on is because of this man that I'm putting on today. He is fine. After browbeating me for weeks on end and basically uh, stalking me, on various uh, phone calls and messages and stuff, I would bring to you a man that we will know on this show as Lou E. Coyote, super genius. We'll get into in depth on why he has that name. Uh, so we'll be putting going in the resume. We're also going to be talking MLB. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as we are doing this recording... We have our two teams who have solidified the World Series of 2015. Yes, boys and girls, we have the Kansas City Royals, who many have already projected and were predicting to be at the World Series. And then we have, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, please. I could do this all day. Oh, applause, applause. We have New York's own little giants of the MLB, the Mets. Yes, everyone. Oh, yeah, for years I sat there and I heard, oh, you know what Mets stands for? <laughs> My entire team sucks. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves now. Because now we are in the, in the World Series. That's, yes, you know what? I should be, I, I should have put a disclaimer on, especially in this household, because right now, as we are speaking, since Lou E. Coyote you know, was in dire need of being a part of this show. He brought his clan with him. And when I mean clan, he brought in, can I get a head count guys? I have one, two, three, four. He had seven teen people come in with him. <laughs> he brought in the mots, ladies and gentlemen, but right. Yes. No, stop, please. No, no, stop. it's not for him. It's for me. Thank you. Any case, they're not coming home with me. <laughs> as well as they shouldn't. By the way, did you bring your lady with you? Yeah, she's over there somewhere. She's oh, there. Almost, yeah, she's over there somewhere. Say hi, Jerem. Hi. Oh God. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's been many a night. I've I've dreamt and wondered. Lord help us all. By the way, my wife is in the room as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say when um. I just want to let you know that on, you know Lou works for MTA now. Congratulations on that! Thank this you, is, sir. This is a job that you've been eagerly and 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 pathetically waiting for for such <laughs> a long time. My dream was since I was eight years old to drive a train. That's very good. It and I always like said you never wanted to hit a home run in Yankee Stadium. Like really, this yeah. was what you wanted to do. It was one of the two. <laughs> It was just one of the two. This is what it is. And by the way, by the way, ladies, like I said, he's taken. So although you might be admiring his raspy voice, <laughs> he has someone who possesses it now. So <laughs> f off, bitches. <laughs> so you, you, this is what you've been wanting to do for a long time, and I, and I've always congratulated you on that. And, yeah. And, and we have grown to be friends, and we'll talk about that later on. But we're going to be friends for the longest time. But with that being said. We're getting I, into the friendship story, too? Yeah, yeah, we're getting into okay. that. Uh, we'll lightly touch up on it. Okay. Just like I want to touch up on your lady. <laughs> uh, 
I've I've said, you know, now that you're in the MTA, mm-hmm. uh, in the event of your untimely demise, which I never will want that to happen. God bless you for that to happen. In the event, you're not on my beneficiary list. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> that's cool. Don't worry about it. But you know, I'm not gonna wait till the body gets cold, and I'm gonna be the one that's gonna be on the right hand side of your lady, comforting her when you're gone. I just want to let you know that. And and I plan on moving to Utah. So where it's illegal to marry more than one woman. Polygamy. Yeah, nice. the polygamy is going to be there. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be all right. But don't worry about it. We're going to miss you. We'll have a big picture of you in the living room. Oh, yeah, so I can look down. Huh? Yeah. yeah, we'll have a big picture. You know, on those nights, which are many nights in which my wife looks at me and she says, ugh, move away from me. That's the true definition uh, of, oh, <laughs> yeah, the exactly. true definition of, oh, Lou E. Coyote is really looking down on us now. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, I'm sorry, brother, but I'm. This is what you call taking one for the team. I have to take care of the family. The kids already love me. They love me. I'm Uncle Red. I'm cool. And aren't I, guys? Yeah. Thank you. You see? This is so... You see, they like me. Oh. You're not upset about this, are you? I haven't found a buyer yet to get rid of him. <laughs> 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 on... On... <laughs> And other segments of the show this week, we're going to go to be talking Turnbuckle Tabloid. Uh, for this segment... The regulars, hashtag regulars, were in the building for a House of Glory's wrestling event, The Purge, uh, this past Friday. I have I have stuff to say about that, and might be might be positive, might be negative, but who knows? All I know is that I lost a little bit of myself that night. I my my soul and my inner being became a whore. I'll touch up on that when that happens. We also have NFL preview of week seven, and we also have the NFL pickums for week eight. This is the one at which Louis Coyote feels as though he, he, he had to jump on this one because I already had let him know. I said, listen, I don't need you for this. No, no, no. I got to get up on this one. I, I, I have to be involved. I need to make pickums on this one. By the way, this is the same guy who we spoke about in episodes past who, who in fantasy football picked Trent Richardson in the second round. I did. And has picked this year Sam Bradford in the second round. Surprise, surprise. All right. Yeah. How's that working out for you? Not too bad. Okay. Um, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, so let's, let's see how the rest of the year falls out. Do we, we play each other this week? We're playing each other this week. Um, do we have any wagers going on for this? We should. What, what, we what, should. What will be the wager? Um, well, name it. Uh, would you shave your porno mustache if you lose? Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> You have like that nice. You used to have the whole full Tom Selleck kind of uh, blue bloods look. Oh god, it wasn't that full. It was. It was there. It was, it was getting there. Then you also started getting that that seventies retro. Uh, With the curl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was. Lord. It was getting there. It was like the 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 early Ron Jeremy. That was like that was pretty. <laughs> you was getting that. Now, now I don't know if MTA made you do what you're doing, but Strange to whoever is, is cutting your face now. And then uh, <laughs> we're gonna play. I'm gonna bring back. Uh, the last three outs. Excited about we, that? Yeah, we we haven't we haven't done the last three out segments since um that other individuals on the show. Uh, well, anyway, whoever that maybe. Where where's the? I gotta. No, that's not that's it. Not no, it. That's, that's not it. it. It's this one. There we go. There it is. I really gotta fire the engineer. Rest in peace. Show. I really have to fire the engineer. Rest in peace, show. bastard. <laughs> Then we have the closer, this week's closer. Uh, we'll discuss more of that. But um, 
How's it going? How do you think about it so far? Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, because you've spoken so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you've, you've been so boisterous about it. Are you? Have you been? Have you been really downloading the episodes? I have. I have. I just missed yesterday's. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, it was it became available. By the way, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, see uh, episode twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have yet to do it. I'm going to do it, and uh, I enjoy listening to. My man, Mr. Santee, and also, I believe the guest was uh, jo- Mr. Josie's Boy, wasn't it? Josie's Boy at Josie's Boy. You can get him on Instagram. You can also get him on uh, Snapchat. This is Josie's Boy. Under- uh, just Josie's underscore boy. And, uh, yeah, check out his website. He's going to have a YouTube show. He'll, uh, believe me, he's going to come back in here and plug away at that. And just check his social media for that. Oh, I got the best plug for him. Oh, you? I bet you do. Sweetie. I do. I bet you do. Mr. Josie's Boy. He'll draw anything on your girl with a smile on his face. Mm, his paintbrush is big. You better get ready for that. But before I go, <laughs> before I continue, uh, we've known each other for for quite some time. Well, maybe what three years right now? No, I say longer than that. Yeah, and we've met. And, you know, the tie-in basically really is been sports. Yes. As a right now, I'm actually sitting here tormenting him because I'm wearing the 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 uniform of choice in which. We've played against each other. I have on my because like we play we played in a softball league uh, some time back, and I, I I you know as much as I had issues with the league, I, I have to say that I have to give thanks to that league because you know I was able to meet individuals like you, you know your family, especially your wife, and uh, <laughs> the, the 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 connections that we've made. You know we've met. You know. You've introduced me to Jason. Yo, Jason, big shout out to you. I haven't shout out, shouted you out yet. Fuck that bitch. You black <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, that's my homie though. We um uh, we we met through softball. Yes, we did. And we 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 built, we built the connection. He's one of my brothers now. We we we, we consider each other kin. Yes, we uh, do. Um, it's been six years, by the way. You played last year. I did. How was it? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So, I'm sorry to hear. Was I missed? Yes, she was really? greatly. I actually played a big role in, in getting the, the league developed, and I also helped to to get teams and, and and get you know the commissioner and stuff like that. But apparently, people weren't happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't pleased. So yeah, we've we, we've we've built this connection, and and one of the biggest connections that we've had with that has been sports. Yes, sports has been. always been like the ties that bind us, and one of the big things that helped us to connect is wrestling. Yes, it is. No, it's not that we're saying that we go to the bedroom and we wrestle each other and pin each other when we want to. But he's asked me that before, though. And let me tell you, he's always denied me, but I'm wearing him down. <laughs> but it, Lou, Lou, Lou is one of those guys who's, and I explained it to earlier episodes that I'm the I'm a wrestling buff. I'm the, the, the wrestling uh, specialist in in Rage Works, but I'm not that historian. I'm not the. Uh, I'm not the guy, the guy who give you dates and who wrestled that said uh, pay per view and who was banging who in the locker room when Hulk Hogan wasn't around. Like I, I wasn't that, that. I'm not that guy. Lou is locked and loaded when it comes to stuff. Like, he always wants to come to the house and challenge me in different aspects. Like, uh, trivia, <laughs> Royal Rumble, 1998 specialty. Who entered in one? And I'm like your mother. I don't. What, what can I tell you? I don't. I don't. I don't know shit like that. I just like what's going on at the moment. I'll I'll drop flashbacks here and there. But he is that guy. So when we do score in the red zone today, I'm gonna put his ass to the task, and we're gonna see how sharp he is with that. 
Sounds good. We're also so. What has what what is your background really with, with wrestling? How, when, when have you been? When, when did when did wrestling become a part of your life? I want to say I started four or five years old. Um, WWE was that that incident with your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was able to kick out it too. <laughs> and there goes his Cena reference. <laughs> uh, it started when I was about uh, four or five. I remember my dad came home. Um, uh, WrestleMania three. Put the mic to your mouth, like you, you like. I've never told you that before. WrestleMania three. Can there you hear me? That? Okay. <laughs> um, I remember he came home um, with my uncle, and he said that he watched it and he enjoyed it. Right. And ever since then, I just wanted to watch wrestling, and um, it just never left me. Every Monday, that Raw's been around. Uh-huh. You know where to find me. You just can't reach me. It's been that simple, and I just. Yeah. There With that reference, I must say that, ladies, he's still not eligible. He's still... I don't think anybody wants me after that. <laughs> <laughs> but when, 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 when you were coming up and you were watching wrestling and mm-hmm. stuff, did you, did you have like ambitions? Like, I, I want to be... Were you that, did you want to be a wrestler or you just knew that it wasn't going to be like that type of thing? You know, it's funny. My cousin and I, we swore that we were tag team champions and we would fight each other. He was a big Ultimate Warrior fan. Uh, he liked the heavyweight division. I was more of a technician, technical type of guy. I, my favorite wrestler growing up was the, the Hitman. Right. And uh, he became, you know, Intercontinental Champion after he uh, uh, distanced himself from the Anvil. And um, ever since he became Intercontinental Champion when he beat um, Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam, mm. by the way. Um, this it was, is why it, we got him. We're yeah. hiring him. <laughs> this is why we hired him. Um. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's just been, it's just been. An, oh my god! I never, you know, with me, I never, I never had ambition to be a wrestler. I mean, of course, we were kids. We we wrestled in, you know, in the bedroom. We threw the mattresses out, or mm-hmm. we made our little bullshit belts with cardboard or paper, or notebook paper, whatever it was. But I never saw myself to be like a wrestler. If anything. What I'm doing now is what I wanted to do. Like I would have loved to have been like an announcer in that era, or like a manager, or something like that. To put on them trunks would have been a little bit less flattering because I would have really had to chub up mm-hmm. to go out. Chub up, yeah, I had to really chub up because he's really diesel now. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> let me tell you something: the baby oil puts definition. I'm just letting you know now. But yeah, I could. I would. I was never that type of guy. I just. I, I wanted to be more in the creative aspect of it. Big Dick Johnson, eat your heart out. Exactly. You know what he does now, right? What does he do? He's the guy behind Lucha uh, Lucha Underground. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's the guy behind Lucha Underground. I'm cool. I'm I would have done that though. Like I would have come around, been the fool, to prance around in a thong, and just that. That would have been me. I would have done that. Yeah, the Chris Pontius of yeah the underground. That would have been that would have been cool. But. uh We'll touch up more on wrestling later on in the segment. But for now, I want to go into. This is my uh, my introductory of. This week's rants. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, bringing you this week's rants. And for this week's rant, I want to talk about which, Lou, you might you could jump in on this if you want. Okay. Uh, especially nowadays, it's bandwagon jumping. People who are considered individuals who were not a fan of something before and now since it's a fad now now we have to jump on the bandwagon it drives me absolutely insane have you seen this recently um (laughs) is there something going on right now where somebody would jump on a bandwagon i don't know i mean really 
I'm thinking about um, I don't know World Series popping up. Mm. I think that yeah, the Mets are in there, aren't they? What? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, who's in there? Is, is it the Mets? What? Yes, and with that, all of, uh, to be honest with you, my Facebook page has become ridiculous. With all of a sudden. <laughs> They're coming out in droves. It's like all of a sudden, it's like, let's go Mets. It's like, what the, the fuck were you at? <laughs> what drives me nuts is that you got these Yankee fans, and I got a bunch of them on my page. Which so you are. You're, you're a humongous Yankee fan. I'm a big Yankee fan. And listen, I'm, I'm a baseball fan, but a big Yankee fan. I have a bunch of friends. Listen, I had, when the Mets won the pennant, mm-hmm. maybe 11 or 12 friends actually changed their profile pics <laughs> to the Met logo. <laughs> And three did, of them were Yankee fans. Did you want to like shake your finger and go traitor? You I'm sons like, of are you are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's 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 it runs rapid everywhere we go. It's, I mean, we see it in every any any genre of sports, when, and we play it, and even even in politics and stuff. That's why I, you know I even played the Barack Obama thing because. It, it, it happens now with politics as well because Donald Trump is now the wave. Like the young kids would say, because we didn't say that back in my day. The wave, um, you know. Now you know the, the the stuff that he's saying, the kooky shit that he's popping off. You know, people are like you know as obnoxious as he is, kind of like that. I kind of like that. Yeah. So they they're jumping on it with the with the sports thing. You always see it around this time. You see it in the major events. The one that kills me more than anything else is Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl bandwagon jumping kills the fuck out of me. Because you never, ever see these individuals talk anything about football in the life. But yet, when Super Bowl comes, we are now fans. Like, all of a sudden, we have teams we like. We've been watching it for a long time. We just... We just part of we were just part of the genre now, and and unfortunately, ladies, I know you're in the room. I'm sorry, you can even boo if you want, but come Super Bowl time, all of a sudden, all these women come out the woodwork and y'all fans. I'm sorry, it's true. Oh yeah, I like the San Francisco Mets for the longest. <laughs> I was I loved them. Oh man, it's like let's be honest, you just like men in tight. Pants on, you know, barbaric, muscly asses, whatever. <laughs> Which is cool. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever comes in, you know, whatever brings revenue to what it is. Well, you know what I need bandwagons for? I need bandwagon jumpers for what? This show. I need somebody <laughs> to jump on the bandwagon. I got like seven people listening to this shit. Really? Yeah. Only? Yeah, I downloaded it five times. <laughs> so it's you and probably maybe like I don't know some old lady in Russia who thought it was something about. You know, the regular season of <laughs> purchasing toilet paper. Who the fucking knows what it is? But yeah, so what? What, what do you think about uh, it, it, your 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 team in particular, the Yankees? Yes, has like probably the biggest bandwagon jumpers ever in the history. Absolutely. <laughs> Have you seen this go on? I I've seen it less and less now. More. Um, I, I'm the Yankees don't want to spend money. Mm. A lot of times uh, back in the, what is it, in the late 90s and even in the early 2000s, right. we spent money. Right. We spent money. We bought, you know, we purchased big names. Mm. And Yankee fans, including myself, I'm not afraid to admit it, we were spoiled. Right. We were absolutely spoiled. Can you give me one big name besides Alex Rodriguez now that uh-huh. is actually putting up numbers that people would actually want to go see? Philly Olmo. 
My point exactly. <laughs> my point exactly. So the carryover now isn't as big as it was. Right. And especially with uh, the summer is not one of the making it public, not wanting to spend any money, which is a little infuriating to some Yankee fans. I don't think it's going to happen for too long, but I'm, I'm more appreciative now to what the game is kind of molding into now with now a lot of teams are investing within themselves, within their farm systems, within their uh, their minor league tradings, then having to get that big name star. Because let's let, let I mean, let's be honest. Let's look at the two teams that are in the, the World Series now. Well, before you say anything about right. that, I, I listen to that and I'm saying to myself, yeah, that's all well and good until yeah. Bryce Harper becomes the first $500 million man in the league. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's coming. It's going to be that way anyway. But even so, we still have to do like – Within our, within our organizations, we have to find those guys who are going to be the spark plugs inside it. Because there's been many years that people have been saying the Yankees have, you know, they did the, the evil empire who are able to, you know, buy their way into getting superstars. And it's worked for them for a while, which, which, which you know, more power to them. You know, as much as I'm, I'm the, if not the leader of the pack, I am one of the biggest fucking Yankee haters of all time. Oh, that I know. Yeah, but... You know, whatever works, it works. And the same could be said about making your team better within, which I don't think the Yankees had. Uh, What's the, the last homegrown Yankee player that you know? Like, Derek Jeter. How about Cano? No. No, you don't think so? Homegrown? Yeah. He left too soon. Yeah. Well, well, I'm talking about like before he left. I mean, uh, I mean yeah. Because he I was supposed to be the man to after he, Jeter would retire. He was supposed to be that guy. They didn't want to give them the money, yeah. and that's that's exactly what I was saying earlier. They right. didn't want to just two hundred. They thought two hundred thirty million dollars was a lot, right? And I think Seattle gave them what two sixty, yeah, something like that, maybe close to three hundred. And, and then, and who knows that 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 two years and it hasn't paid off any, yeah, anything yeah, at all. It, it looks like it's yeah, money yeah. well uh, earned, not spent. Yes. Uh, with that, I mean, stay on track with the with the bandwagon thing. Another another area in which I I know it's a lot of bandwagon jumping is. When especially when it comes to NBA, oh, NBA has a lot of flexing of player fan. Now, and I'm gonna be honest with you. With me, I am a guy. I'm not a team guy. You're to, you're, you're a player guy. Yeah, yeah. I used to love the Knicks. I, I I was a Knicks fan for a while, but I be and it wasn't that they had bad seasons or something like that that turned me off. It was more about the aspect of thank you AJ for being part of the show. <laughs> um, here he goes again. He was on the last episode, so he figured, fuck it, you guys are not giving me shine this time around. <laughs> That's what happens when you're part of here. Um, when you're an NBA guy, you sit there and not realize that players don't stay on the team as much as they used to. And, you know, whatever. You know what? Honestly, I, I want to say that I was a Knicks fan and enjoyed those years of it, but it, it's been one of those things to where since everybody's moved on, there's like a bunch of journeymen now. No one's really committed to be on one team. I can't be a fan like that anymore. I like players. I, I honestly speaking, mm-hmm. I was I I liked Golden State before they became Golden State. The Latrell Sprewell days. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about recent. Like two or three years ago. Like I liked it when Mark when Mark Jackson was there. Okay. Yeah, I I liked that. I liked that look. I was upset with the move happened. But I'm not going to sit there and say I was a fan. Like I'm, I wasn't, I'm not like that. I like players. You being a Nick fan, 
Big time Nick fan. Yeah, I seen. I mean, I've seen you cry on social media about <laughs> what are they doing? I mean, this Dude. is ridiculous. They had the game in their hand. Dude, I'm like, terrible. I'm like, terrible when it comes to that. Lou, shouldn't you be sleeping by now? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> no, but I, as as a Nick fan, ha, do you think this year is going to be that year? Because many project that they could be contenders in the East. I'd like to meet some of those people. Yeah. <laughs> but do, do you think – all right, let me just say it like this. What is the biggest bandwagging team or player that you know for the NBA? The biggest bandwagging team or, or player. Right. <sighs> well, don't know why, but the first person that jumps into my mind is LeBron James. Really? As a player. Really? But – Steph, I think a lot of people Steph are Curry, off by him. Well, well, lately, but st- right now, Steph Curry, because of everything that he's done, right? I think Steph that might be the bigger one. Steph would be yeah. the bigger one, especially with the with the um, post game interviews with his daughter. Oh yeah, oh please. I think that blew him up. Oh. All the memes that came out. I'm with not that. getting shit though. I, I can't lie though. If it was me, I'll do the same shit. I have Silly, which is my daughter. I have her mug the fuck out of the camera. <laughs> like she would be all up on it. Listen. I might not be great to look at, but this this creation I help create here, smell big, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Though. Like Steph is like that 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 poster boy of bandwagon jumping. That boy bad. I've always said, even out of college, I was like that boy had the sweetest shot I've seen. Man, I I, I, I couldn't I can't even deny it. He's about three years away from thirty, and he looks like he's thirteen. Right? It's insane. It's amazing. Yeah, I love the 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 sports center, uh, the sports center commercial they have with his dad and with his, his brother. dad and like <laughs> win one MVP, win one MVP. <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen, up on my couch. This brings us a close to. All right, and this we... week's rest. All right, I just needed to get that drop in because everything else is. In turmoil right now Let me tell you It's cool I like the aspect That we're in here With a group of people It makes it feel like We're doing it in front of A big audience Like it's live Yeah I I, I, I think it's cool But it's also a pain in the ass When you have to tell everybody Alright shut the fuck up Like (laughs) (laughs) You sound like a real dick Like you just tell them Alright we're going live We warned them ahead of time Like you do know This isn't CNN or ESPN Right Like calm the hell down (laughs) Like relax So uh, I want to get into what you've been eagerly looking forward to get into. What would that be again? Oh, oh. please. <laughs> you know, browbeating me. You know, I really want to just bring you in for, you know, just being the wrestling thing. But once again, you just have to show that you have some vast knowledge in something. And it. it so, you know what? I'll, I'll just I'll just reel you in with whatever. <laughs> I really want to use other music, but I can't. What the fuck is this? You gotta be shitting me. You don't know what this is? What the hell is that? Wait a minute. You gotta be kidding me. You're a child of the 80s and the 90s, and you don't know what the hell this is? First of all, F you, because I play this for the show when I introduce baseball. Okay. You know what? Find a vein and cut it. If you don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, seriously. This is the This Week in Baseball intro. 
know how long I haven't heard this? Wow, Jesus. Jesus Christ, it's been a minute. Obviously. Do they even play this anymore? I remember they used to show it on Channel no, 5. No, they changed like, it. Yeah, they used to show it on Channel 5, like about 1.30, 2 o'clock. This was in the early 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things to where it gave you a recap of the season, uh, of the week that was going on. But when it did happen, you were just like still lost. because <laughs> <laughs> We want to give you the highlights of the week on the bloopers of the week. It's like, but who the fuck is winning? Like, nobody will tell you. <laughs> so now that we are in the realm of the 2015 World Series, we have, of course, like I said, we have the Kansas City Royals, who many already proje- projected and predicted to be there. Mm-hmm. It's, got, it's a solid team, man. Like, honestly, it's just so. They are. They're not a home run hitting team. They, they don't need together. to be. They don't need to be. They are amazing. Yeah, the way they the way they do they 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 pick up each other. They they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. And um, the the thing that scares me about them the most is they play small ball baseball when you have to managerial wise as well. Uh, on paper, they have a lot of guys that you would. Oh, if they were on any other team, they would be that money ball guy. They'd be that guy that you that you know. But for some reason, these guys have been together for a couple of years and they've gelled together. They had a good run last year. Now they have the bigger run this year. They seem cued in to know what it's going to take to win this to win it all. They just need to to shake it up as far as uh, managerial decisions. I don't know if uh, you saw it mm. in Game Six, uh, which the Rose did clinch to win. Mm. Right before the two-run home run by Batista, mm-hmm. Wade Davis was warming up. Right. And it was said that, you know, Nedos was, you know, his mind was must be going absolutely insane because he brought him up just to face Batista. Right. But he let uh, his pitcher at the time uh, pitch to him. And no sooner, than, no sooner than that was said, the bomb was hit. Right. And the look of disgust on Ned Yost's face, but you don't know though. Honestly, he, it was it was it was all over his face. But I'm saying, but we don't we, you don't know. We you've managed teams before. Yes, I have. Just and just as I have, we went head to head. We have occasion. and you go by gut and with with gut feelings, and especially if you have confidence in in a pitcher and such, you want him to get that big pitch. Yeah, but that, I don't think that was more of a gut thing. I think that was more of a, oh, shit, I fucked up. You know what? I'm going to leave him in there and hope he gets him. Because that reaction that he had mm. when the ball was hit out was like, I just fucked up. Mm, I, I, maybe. Maybe. Because, like I said, we've been in those scenarios. We, we, we've said, and, and, you know, as, as much as I want to make it seem like I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm a fucking Davy Johnson. Oh no! Listen, you could you could take the Davy Johnson. You could take the you could take the Davy Johnson title. Managing a softball team in Queens. You could take the Davy Johnson title. What I've learned long away from Shea Stadium. And by the way, I'll I'll just give it a quick plug. This man here taught me basically the realms of managing. Oh shit! Hold on. (laughs) Stop it! I was a I was a dick already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was. Let me tell you. But when I became manager, I think I just took off. He, he I, I, I'll just give you a quick synopsis of it. The man is is well versed in baseball. He knows his shit. I give him that, you know. And, and as much as I don't want to blow sand or wind or fucking uh, diamonds up his ass, which he might no like. pun intended. Well, hello, which he might like. But 
he 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 knows his stuff. It's just that this is why he got the name Lou E. Coyote. As if you know, Wiley Coyote from the Looney Tunes cartoons is the guy, the super genius, smart, knew what he had to do to catch the Roadrunner. Last second, always fucked himself up. The piano landed on him. The TNT blew up in his face. He was the one that fell off the cliff. Well, Louis, that guy. And yeah, he's that guy. And as much as we'll sit there and go, I, you know, I think you might want to do this. No, 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 no. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I have a feeling about this. I really do. I really have a good feeling about this. <laughs> I was the guy that just got there. Just like his tattoo. We had couldn't a good, get we it. Had, we had, <laughs> We, I don't think you want to get that tattoo. No, 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 no. It's crazy because I do want to get uh, Wiley Coyote tattooed on me. Um, that would be cool, though. That I mean, are you gonna put him with the the diamond cutters hat? You know, I thought it I, that with the get with the I, um, help me sign. Help me. <laughs> I thought about it, but I'll probably leave that out since I already have the diamond cutter oh, okay, tattooed yeah, on me. Thank you, please. Thank you. I, I can understand the Louis Coyote, the, the Wiley Coyote thing, but not that. Yeah. Going back to the baseball, um, mm-hmm. Kansas City were able to, you know, succumb the rain, with the rain delay, which I believe benefited them. I the think so, delay, too. Yeah, benefited them. And I also believe that they were able to micromanage everything that needed to go prior to what was leading up to that ninth inning. I, I believe that they knew what was the cause. Of it. I think they saw the eighth, you mean? Well, I mean the eighth, yeah. excuse me. That they saw what was going down. They 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 saw the happening, and they were able to put their cards on the deck and knew what was going to happen. Whereas Toronto was knocking on that door. I mean, you had you had uh, you had Donaldson, it, who was the guy that you wanted at the plate. He'll be the MVP this year. Of course he is. I already pro- I already projected him to be, but uh, and that that was in regular season episode blah blah blah. But download it. Download all of the motherfuckers. I think it was anyway, nine said that. <laughs> but it was um, nine. In any case, you had it. He was. It was there. It was right there for them for the pickings. They had it. Where do you think the hiccups was prior to that? I mean, just in game and total. What? what where did Toronto like lose focus? Well, in the short amount of time that it's been since Toronto lost, I think it's been what about? Hasn't been twenty four hours. Jordan, yet. can you pass me the bottle opener, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not interns here. Short plug here for Jordan. <laughs> It's right um, there on the counter. There you go. Right over here. There you go. There, continue, please. Don't so act like the, the guy behind the curtain is not there. No, listen. Hey, the little short plug in for Jordan. That's fine. Um, that's what she said. Yeah. Um, yeah, in the short amount of time that they've won, since they've won, I should say, if you remember, did you watch the game? No, I was at House of Glory. That's what it was. Okay, I, had right? to, I, had to watch, I had to watch the snippets afterwards. Right after Batista hit the two-run shot, which tied the game at three, you got, there was a rain delay. It started off minor. And then it just, it came in like a monsoon. Right. There was an interview in the Blue Jay dugout with uh, Jay Gibbons, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto manager. A lot of people have been saying, to, well, I've heard uh, that the reason, one of the big reasons why Kansas City won that game was because Mr. Gibbons revealed what he was going to do right after the rain delay was over. He literally said that this is who we're going to go to and we're not going to worry about game seven. We're just going to take care of what we're going to take of right now. Right. So you know, I don't know if you know Kansas City's in the in in, in the uh, in the clubhouse watching this and you know whatever and listening to this. Which they, which they could they, be. They could Listen, do that. They could be. They could be. But for individuals, I don't think there's anything. There's no any league. But for individuals rules. to say that that's the reason why they won, it's a little. It's, it's a stretch. It's yeah. Don't don't give stretch. me that shit. No, I, I, Casey came up. 
you know, bottom of the eighth, uh, they put a man on and uh, Lorenzo Cain went on and he scored on a single right. from first, which was amazing. Right. Batista grabbed it on short hop, threw it in, Tulewiski just threw the ball low. If he would have had an accurate throw, they would have got him because he limped around third. So kudos, listen, kudos to, to, to the Royals for getting it, for guessing right. I even heard that they had a thing where um, the network already had the promo set. <laughs> Yeah, they had Royals versus Matt. I think it was. What in the, inning was that? I think it was in the fourth. In the really? Fourth inning. That they early? Up, I thought it was. They put up was. a plug, and it said uh, it was a promo that said uh, Mets Royals um, game one on Tuesday, and <laughs> they brought it up again later on in the show in the telecast that you know we're we apologize. You know, for, for did that, somebody for wait, wait, did they show the promo? Somebody said they it. showed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they showed, and then in the in the post game they showed it again. At goofing on themselves that they fucked up. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was like that somebody said, yeah, we're going to have it. I was like, dude, you do know you're watching the game. I thought it was something like. I thought it would have been really crazy if the Royals would have lost a series because of stupidity like that. Right. You know, some people, oh, my God. Now you just jinx us. Shut the fuck up. With speaking, that. speaking of jinx, which leads us to the other team that has made its 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 place in the World Series, and that is the New York Mets. Now, I'm going to be. This is where I'm gonna do my 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 sonnet. You going into, into your prediction? No, 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 no. I'm not. Gonna, I'm talking about my sonnet. I'm gonna do my ode to the New York Mets. Here we go. Oh Mets, how I love thee. He's nothing right now as we speak. Let me count the ways. Your blue and orange ripple through my veins of pure fandom. How is it that I have not seen the future? And your masses, which is known as World Series. But many are those who have yet to believe that you, the New York Mets, are the team to beat in the World Series. And to the rest, I digress with ample breasts to you who are not within the fandom of the New York Mets. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> I swear, I'm looking at you as you're saying it, and I'm saying it. There's a go fuck yourself in here somewhere coming along. Um, no, I mean, let, me t- let me tell you. Uh, you, you, you've seen me on Facebook. You know me already on Facebook. I, yes. I'm, I'm the kind of guy. I'm not. I'm not the trash talk. And I, and I said it on the last episode. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not a big fan of trash talking. I'm the type, kind of guy that I, I stay low key. I, I'll, if it's something that I can control, then I'll talk shit all day. You know, if you want to go into a writing contest, fuck that. I'll, I'll do what I can do. You know, I'll talk shit about that. If you're gonna tell me about, I don't know, uh, you want, I can drink you under the bus. I'm like, no, you can't, motherfucker. I'm a bigger alcoholic than you. Then that's something different. But I can definitely vouch for you. You're not a trash talker, and (laughs) and I hate that. I really hate it, especially with those who trash talk, and I'm not part of it. And it's like, all right, you won, big fucking deal, whatever. But whenever each season the Yankees lose, I love it. Oh my god, I I know. I said it's always that last game that I just blow my wall up with all yank. It's like stuff I stored up for the year. Like I waited for it. Now, the same could be said about my Mets. I, I don't, I don't talk about it. You know, there's even certain individuals that'll come to me and be like, "You're a Mets fan?" Like they didn't know because I don't, I don't brag about it. I really don't. Even at this point, you got, I, I saw guys cry in the street because the Mets made the fucking World Series. It's like, dude, <laughs> it's not over yet. We still got fucking four games. <laughs> That's something I would do if the Knicks went to the championship. <laughs> they got out the first round. 
<laughs> no, but for to see in this era, and I mean the era, the modern era, after the steroid era and stuff like that, how people had um issues with you know what was going on with the game. I I'm I'm pleased to see what the Mets have done. And I'm not the kind of guy who's gonna sit there. Well, you know, at least we made it to the World Series. No, fuck that. We we no, you deserved fucking, it. No, we need to fucking win. And I'm and I mean we need to win for guys who. And I'm talking about the players who are tried and true Met guys, like David Wright. Which, I, I congratulations agree. to Chicago. Absolutely. Congratulations to Chicago Absolutely. who actually sat there and gave him third base. Absolutely. That, made, that man played one hell of a third base that series. Absolutely. Yeah. Not what, one what, error. What do you think? Well, no, I definitely agree with you. I, I kudos to to the Cubs for uh, for for giving him third base. Um, going back to what you said about we need to win this. First of all, I'm not going to say we, you, motherfucker, yeah, right. need to win. Yeah, because I'm playing. I'm, <laughs> I'm pitching game four. Right? <laughs> like, no, I heard he put, he's putting you in for game eight, right? Yeah, game, game eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. Be, I'm, I'm pitching relief. <laughs> um. No, it's what, what drives me crazy is look, I I'm I'm a baseball fan, and listen, I don't. I'm not saying I hate the Mets. I hate the Red Sox. I don't hate the Mets. The Mets are like the baby brother of of all Yankee fans. Of all Yankee fans, we you know we we love our Yankees. We don't hate the Mets. We hate the Red Sox. But for some strange reason, the Mets they you know they don't hate Atlanta. They don't hate. You know, Philly. They don't hate Washington, although now it's getting a little bit more heavier with Washington. Oh, no, no, that's going to that's gonna change. Now, too, yeah, yeah, now it's getting a little heavier with Washington. But you ask Met fans, most Met fans, what team do they hate? What are they going to tell you? The Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, we won't say that. We right. won't say we hate the Mets. We'll say we hate Boston. What you know, we hate Toronto. I, I, listen, I don't hate Toronto. Toronto deserved to win that fucking division. Oh, yeah, please. You know, so... For you, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for that division next year. Like I'm really for for. Well, a lot of people thought the, the American AL League East was going to be, you know, a, yeah. a, a whack division. But it turned out. Listen, the Yankees were up seven games in August, and you know, a lot of people said, "Oh, they, they'll never collapse." And what happened? They lost the division no, no, by yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a twelve game swing, and they deserved to get ousted. By the way, CC Sabathia, what the fuck are you doing? Like, listen, I, I'm all for you, you. You're getting yourself help. You want to get yourself help. Why do it then? Why as I as, why? I, as I said in in a previous episode for for sending it up for for the closer episode. Honestly, you never know what it is. You never know when you need to do it. it really is. You never really know how severe and how heavy it is. It's fine, but you know what? You have a big playoff game coming. Your teammates You can't hold put, on. You no, can't, no. no, no. You can't put your personal life in front. I mean, you can't put business in front of your personal life. You can't I mean, this is something that was probably affecting him for the longest run. And who knows that maybe even the organization knew it was getting that bad. Like I said last episode with um with the, the, the head coach for USC, this guy was it was getting out of control. It was getting ridiculous. Now mind you the joke was was that, you know, David Wells pitched a fucking no no hitter half drunk. He was fucking hung over. Whatever. But you never know the severity of somebody's illness or whatever they want to call it a disease you never know what it is but continue on because i i know what you're saying though is it, it it's it's different it's different from doing something in a in an arena in at the stadium rather than pushing paperwork i mean you're not at a nine-to-five job if you say something at a nine-to-five job oh listen i think i may have a problem i, I may need to take a leave of absence you can get that without anybody knowing that's right. fine if you do it in the, on the big stage if you just go behind closed doors and not say anything, then 
you have to realize you have 24 other guys that are going to be playing this who know this already. It, 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 listen, it could be a distraction. It may or may not be a distraction, but people will make that assumption as, oh, CC said that he needs to go to, uh, to, to rehab. And because of that, you know, we lost the game because our heads weren't right. Right. That's what a lot of people, a lot of Yankee fans are saying. Me personally, I'm saying to myself, listen, if you need help, get help. But this is not one of those jobs where things are going to be kept quiet. What would have been the backlash if he went out there and he threw four innings, put up seven, seven, seven earned runs, and he was taken out? And then you find out a week later he went out there and he was bombed. Well, CC. Well, first, yeah, if he was bombed, I think we would have bombed him. Exactly. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Maybe because like he was going out there these these past couple of these past couple of games or even the season. Well, the season that he had, he wasn't going to start that game against Houston anyway. But let's just say that he would come in in relief, whatever the fuck they needed, and he's taking the edge off by fucking having the 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 flask on the side and doing. Let's but, just say that. I know. I get you. And you know what? If he would have did that and. And kept quiet about it, fine. It's but never going to be quiet. No, somebody's right. going to say something. But if honest. the backlash happened, whereas you know the media would have found, oh, Sabathia was drunk in the seventh inning when he had two on and one out, then yeah, you know what? It would have been worse because then it would have been a shitstorm, right? If he was on the mound, and then they, they would have blamed the organization. But they you know what? Blame because it's the Yankees and who they are, it's a shitstorm regardless. I don't. I think you. You know the the, the what you call it? The the spotlight would have been bigger. Of course, it would have been, but. I think with any organization, it would just look bad. And I think for the long run, if this is something that he realized that he did it to new to do now, just like anybody else, I'd have probably thought it was calculated. But at the end of the day, nobody's going to say that because they're gonna, they, everybody's going to think that this is what he had to do for his personal life, which I get. I get it. You could have gotten this treatment in August. You could have okay. got yeah. If it was, you never know. That's what I'm saying. You never know what's the the motive and what's the 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 the, the ramifications for it in the long run. I'm just happy that he did it and he's doing it. And in a real life aspect, yes, I'm glad that he's yeah, done yeah. it. He's getting his help, the help that he needs. He wasn't a part of the game, nor nor he should have been after right. he made a decision like that. You know, step away. That's fine. But my my beef with it, my beef with it was. You mention it right before it happened. Right. So you're, you know, the 24 or 25 guys that are going into the game against Houston at Yankee Stadium, which are going to, they were going to have the biggest crowd, you know, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. year, have this in the back of their minds. Whether it played into a factor, a right. part to it or not, had he not said anything, we as Yankee fans or baseball fans in general wouldn't have anything to talk about in regards to CC. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So if he would have kept quiet, it would have paid off better whether we won or lost. Mm. But since he said it, you know, you got some people, oh, man, they must have really been hung up with the whole CC Sabathia thing, you know. Maybe oh, that, were, that was, it was something that was hanging over their heads? Yeah. Right. So, I mean. Whatever. Get over it. It's, it's yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, I could say that, but at the same time, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a fan where I'm saying to myself, you know, I don't like the timing, yeah. honestly. You know, I get that you have to do stuff for your, for, for your personal life and trying mm. to get yourself healthy, whatever the case is. But there's... It, See, the, the, it, there's a fine line to me. Anyway. Well, now that uh, right, well, this right. is not a job where you could do something and it's gonna and it's gonna be kept quiet. But no, no, it's, gonna, it's always gonna come out to, in the in forefront. And um, now we we, we we can actually look forward to hopefully he, you know him getting better. You know, who knows what what the future looks out for him? But 
I swear he better go 30 and 0 next year. No, I, <laughs> I'm just, I, 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 I look at this as something that we need to like recognize that the, they're, they're not superhumans. We make these, these are mistakes that we make through and through. And even the common man and the man who's getting multi million dollars have to suffer through this. Right. The one thing that I don't have to suffer through is another year that the Mets are not in the World Series because they are now. Right. <laughs> so Kudos. this, the, um, so today they released the the starting rotation for the Mets. The Mets are putting Harvey up uh, game one, which I'm surprised at. But uh, they got uh, Degrom going too, mm-hmm. which I'm uh, surprised at that too. Uh, that my man Noah, Mister Thor. They need to give him a real cool nickname. They they really do. And they have um, they have Mats going with four with the lunch lady. Shout out to my boy Jesus Miranda who calls. <laughs> Bartolo Colon, the lunch lady, he'll be in relief, and when we need him, Bartolo Colon, he played, he pitched a hell of a game for for uh, that game four. He 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 helped us out big time. I just can't wait to see him bat. You him. need to get him to play <laughs> for your team next year in the softball league because he looks like <laughs> he should be out there with a tallie, a uh, fucking Budweiser on the mouth. Coño, papi, dígame. Ese strike zone tú tienes, coño. Eso está pequeño. Necesito cosas grandes, men. Es que el strike zone es muy pequeño. Eso strike zone es pequeño, coño. Pásame una cerveza, coño. <laughs> María, why did you leave me, oh, María? Oye, Gil, ¿qué pasó con ese fucking strike zone? He can play in a strike zone? How old is he? I, I am 12. <laughs> no, but um, with that, with that starting lineup, with that, with that starting rotation, I project I, like I projected and I predicted that the bats that needed to wake up for that for for the series against the Cubs needed to wake and they did. Duda woke up. Uh, Wright played hell of fucking defense over there, and wow. Speaking of, and we spoke about curses earlier. Fucking Daniel Murphy. Daniel man. Murphy, man. Jesus. To think the 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 fucking goat's name was Murphy. That to me was a little bit. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. I found that out. I want to say I knew about the curse of the goat. I found out that the goat's name was Murphy right around game three. <laughs> and when I found that out after he hit the home run, I knew the Cubs were done. There was no way. There was no way. You I, know. You know who's an afterthought after this whole thing? Mm. Bartman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's giving a shit now. Nobody gives nah. a shit about Bartman right now. Right now, he's a f- fucking breathing a sigh of relief somewhere. <laughs> but you go, I, you go I, to <laughs> my, 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 my heart really, like I said, he's one of those guys. He's another, he's another Met guy. Like, Daniel Murphy is a Met guy. Just like uh, when we saw uh, Wilma Flores freaking almost fucking tears ball the hell out well he did but we almost you know we almost see him leave and they kept him on and he was important look at what happened didn't he hit a home run a game winning home run that night yeah no we, oh, yeah the next night oh it was the next night but the other thing was that he's he was necessary he was needed because look what happened to, to Tahara to Tahara and they, that was what 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 that that whole week two weeks was the spark he he was getting about to get traded we get Cespedes it, it it just it, it became a thing where everything started going on. Uh, all the cylinders were running at the same time. Now all of a sudden, which goes back to bandwagons, mm-hmm. I, everybody seems to. I mean, all all the analysts and stuff seem to have the Mets taking this. What's your thoughts? As a baseball, because you didn't fan, have them winning about. going past the Cubs. I, listen, I, <laughs> I'll admit that. it right now. I had the Cubs winning that series in six. Shout out to Angel Torres. I'm I'm sorry. Um, and I went on his Facebook page and I apologized to him. <laughs> I, I did. Pussy. I, 
Big I did. Pussy. Uh, so for all you Met fans, listen, my bad. Um, no, this series coming up. Um, right now the Mets are hot. I don't think that the layoff helps them. Uh, at I don't all. either. I don't like. I don't like all. that it was too much. They are hot right now. They are absolutely on fire. But you got uh, a red hot Kansas City Royal team coming in, and what you basically have now is basically the the best offense in baseball against the best pitching rotation in baseball. Um, I I. I I have I have my predictions. I'm not, you know, I don't know if I should make any more predictions out loud since I fucked up the last no, one. No, please. We <laughs> invited. That's why you are Louis Coyote. Yeah, right. I just put my foot in my mouth. Please um, say that Royals are going to win. Please <laughs> say that the Royals are going to win. Um, after thinking long and hard. Actually, no, I didn't have to think long and hard about this. I think that. That's uh, what she said. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Mets will win the World Series and they will do it. In, I'm going to say, it, it, it's not going to go six. It's not going to go six. It'll go five, six. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna do it in five. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. But so that he said that, for me, I just, we're doomed, guys. We're <laughs> fucking doomed. <laughs> You ever seen Bronx Tale? You guys? Has anybody seen Bronx Tale? Yeah, you guys. Classic. You guys and you listeners, right? You guys seen the Bronx Tale, right? Yeah, with, with, you know, with Cologino, Robert De Niro, you know. Yeah, Louis Mush. He's <laughs> fucking Mush. So, um, for all you guys who are Met fans. <laughs> yeah. and you know, the crazy part just is. take all your bets, put it to your head, and. <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> the crazy part is, is if I'm wrong. Oh, man. I got I to gotta board my house up. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Take, just take what I say and go the opposite way. Oh my god! So that's that's your projection. That's what I'm taking the Mets in five. Mm. Um, I think that great pitching beats good hitting. Uh, they could stop them at any time. Not to mention the fact that they are hot right now, and um, they're going to win it at home. Right. I do believe that. Um, yeah, the Mets. Are, the Mets. Are t- they're hot right now. They're hot. They're just coming off a four game sweep. Uh, you said in how many games? In five. I'm going to say. I'm going to say um, they're going to go to the distance. They're going to make it dramatic because that's what seven. the Mets do. Yeah, the, the Mets, the, they're that dramatic. I, listen, and another funny thing is I don't mind the Mets winning the World Series. Listen, I'm, I'm all for great sports. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for a I'm great. Playing you off. I'm, I'm all for a great sports baseball game. I'm all for a great World Series and everything. But being, you know, being that it is a New York team mm. in New York, listen, I don't give a fuck. I'm not a Mets fan. I, I do think they're going to win the World Series, but what's going to be more annoying about this is the Met fan base. Listen, you got some diehard. Oh Met wait, fans. wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, I, I had to cut the movie or no, the, the musical <laughs> for this because we do have to talk about this shit. Yeah. You got some diehard yeah, yeah, Met yeah, fans I, I, who deserve who deserve to I'm glow. Sorry. We'll get back to the music, but yeah, it's true. Go ahead. You yeah. got some diehard Met fans who deserve to glow, but you bandwagon fucking mother. Shut the fuck up and don't say nothing. Oh, listen. Jimmy Kimmel said it best on his show this past week because he's a Met fan. He says the best thing about well, the, the the most the, the the worst thing about Met fans is that they're obnoxious, mm-hmm. they are annoying, and they're the most superstitious team ever. Like they they they're, they're the most superstitious fans that you will ever know. I just jinxed them. They just they they had um they had a guy. As a matter of fact, they did a news report, and it was they showed there was a guy who was there who was talking. And he says, "Yeah, I've been coming to this bar for uh, twenty years, and whenever I drink half a beer when I come in, the Mets win. Whenever I drink a full beer when I come in, they lose." 
Then the next guy clicks in. He goes, oh, I don't watch any Met games with my wife because anytime I do, they lose. <laughs> so Every time I take a shit in the third inning. The yeah, end. I know. It's a, I can't have sex in that, um, during the seventh inning stretch because that's when I know they're going to lose. But uh, I, I, I just want to say, once again, thank you for, for being on. Uh, you, you're freaking awesome. I'm not, I'm not getting rid of you yet. Oh, well, thank uh, you. But you're, you're, so far, you're awesome. Your, your voice is almost um, hypnotic. The raspy ruffle. Yes, the ra- Have you always had that raspy voice? Um, I've had it probably now for like the last, I don't know, 10 years. Was that the cigarettes? Was that- <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, I skipped cigarettes. I went straight to heroin. I, had a, <laughs> I was I had shooting a- it in my neck. <laughs> I had a bad cough and uh, yeah, one of my vocal cords got you know, damaged. So I could only imagine. I always wondered if, like, before this happened, you was like, "So yeah, I love the Yankees. I've always been a Yankee fan. Yay!" <laughs> this, this was your boy. <laughs> uh, once again, guys, yo, uh, Louie Coyote. He will be a fixture in the show. He's like he'll he'll be a specialist. Like I said, when it comes to that uh, will be time. Big fan. Yeah, uh, old school. Uh, when it comes to uh, old school wrestling and wrestling in, in itself, he he'll be one of our specialists involved. Um, I don't even know why I invite him in my house. Sometimes he's just fucking useless. <laughs> but <laughs> today he's found a, a a point. I was hoping that he was gonna cook. Yeah, if you guys don't know, this guy's a great fucking cook. Oh, stop it! I, you are just... I'm thinking about bringing him home with me. Oh, <laughs> oh stop it! Thank you. Yeah, but um, once again, Lou will be here from time to time. He's not going anywhere right now. What we're gonna do is now we're gonna start kicking into uh, halftime, which you already know is sponsored by Rapper Life at Rapper Life on Instagram. R A P P A L I F E. You're laughing, but. It's- <laughs> It's a. Re- have you checked it? I have. Yeah, it is a real site. Like people always think that I'm goofing. It's really a site. Rap a life. Yeah. Check them out on Instagram. You can also check out their website at r a p p a l i f e. dot com. Check it out. Check them out. Get them beats. Get that fire, son. Get them beats. Please. So you got that in tracks like Meek Mills. Let them know. All right, peoples. We'll check you after halftime. Halftime. More than they do on eBay. Gross mad revenue. Still considered low class. You just grow sad residue. At the bottom of the barrel. Middle in the high class. Last at our apparel. But we stay strong. Can't imagine being fragile. Strong deal with time. Hey, while the weak have to light a candle. Just to watch out for the vandals. Praying on the weak and they quick to cause a scandal. Fix the manhandle though they think that can't battle. Or fend for themselves, breaking easy as a statue. In the ghetto, we the most religious. We keep Jesus on the mantle. Rich don't appreciate the hassle. The hassle, the hustle. We have to use muscles. Rassle with tussle. Get cash for a struggle. Just for getting through the day. Next day the same. Things happen all over. Never seem to change. All we see is rain and we pray for the sun. Pray for a day where the pain will be done. But it's cool. Sent through the veins of the slums Endured it for so long You could say that we numb This lifestyle ain't nothing but a hustle Stay sharp or it will cut you Stay strong or it will crush you Be hooked in deep That's how it is on these Brooklyn streets Stay Brooklyn strong, Brooklyn straight Got Brooklyn heart, Brooklyn faith In a Brooklyn storm, Brooklyn haze I was Brooklyn born, Brooklyn raised Stay Brooklyn strong, Brooklyn straight Brooklyn heart, Brooklyn faith In a Brooklyn storm, Brooklyn haze I was Brooklyn born, Brooklyn raised I'ma argue my case By mentioning how Brooklyn is such a small part of the state Yet we hold more weight than lots of states 
populace cause BK populates Millions of hustlers, strivers, most of them's miners Trying to rise up, find a way to put food in they belly Grinding on street corners with they whole crew by the deli Never give a damn about the weather Teas in the summer, in the winter got they hands in they leather Cause they know the plan is to get enough bread up for a better meal than remembered yesterday And they do it by any means necessary This is every day that they feel pressure Ooh, nothing's gonna measure To knowing that you gotta plan things well Or jails where you end up If you ever mess up So there's wits that's involved The hood got professors Lawyers, doctors, brain surgeons Rocket scientists Ain't certain whether or not They're gonna remain hurting Locked and trapped into the same urban lifestyle That they've been in most of their life They could only hope for a life better this lifestyle ain't nothing but a hustle Stay sharp or it will cut you Stay strong or it will crush you Be hooked in deep That's how it is on these Brooklyn streets Stay Brooklyn strong, Brooklyn straight Got Brooklyn heart, Brooklyn faith In a Brooklyn storm, Brooklyn haze I was Brooklyn born, Brooklyn raised Stay Brooklyn strong, Brooklyn straight Got Brooklyn heart, Brooklyn faith In a Brooklyn storm, Brooklyn haze I was Brooklyn born, Brooklyn raised This, 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 we, 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 in, in, in sport, 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 history, 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 history. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the probably the longest time I have yet to bring you guys this week in sports history. And with that being said, this is a be. special one. No, this is a special one. Oh boy. This this week in sports history is brought to you by Jerry Girls. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is Jerry Girls. Not what you think, Jerry Girls. It's those girls that you can get online for internet dating. Jerry Girls. They're soft, they're silky, they're slick. That is exactly what I thought it was. Jerry girls. And when you need them, they can drip as well. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's something. Jerry girls. Get Jerry girls at jerrygirls. Huh? That's right. Jerrygirls. Huh? <laughs> this week's This Week in Sports History is special because this is the sole purpose on why I needed Lou to be on the show. The only fucking reason. Lou has probably one of the best athlete-related stories I I know You've in the heard. history of me knowing people who know. I, look, I have a couple of friends. I know a few friends who who know athletes. I know of guys who, who made the league. I can tell you a story about Frank Rodriguez who pitched in the major league, whatever the case may be. No. Lou has the topper of all toppers. And Let's just say it's something that we could have all predicted. So, Louie Coyote, the floor is yours. Well, um, I'm assuming you're talking about the whole Ron Artest. Oh, really, Mr. Ron <laughs> Artest? By the well, way, what the hell is that in the background? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> yeah, she makes Oh, that is so awesome. Yo, can She's we get a good. mic over there? <laughs> No, seriously, I would. Oh shit, we can't. Oh, that is so awesome! I would have loved to play that. That's the only the ambiance song that I would. I mean, the ambiance like background music Sounds I would like allow. Punker from Sesame Street. Oh, that is awesome! God, please continue. That is fucking hilarious. 
I feel what is so she doing? much better telling the story. Now. What is she doing? She's sleeping. And is she, is she, is she goes, she goes, uh. When she sleeps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, it's, oh. yeah, it's bad. And you have to sleep next to that? Yeah. It's bad. Wow. <laughs> More power. It, you know what? Whatever works. So <laughs> let's, let's move forward. Let's go. Okay. So um, you all know Ron Artest, Ronald. Also Mr. known as Meta World Peace. Mr. Meta World Peace. Uh, thank God he's in China right now because he's probably going to be looking for me after this. Is oh, no. Believe. Oh, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. He's not downloading this at all. I can secure you that. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Ronald, of course, uh, I'm going to call him Ron. I can't get used to calling him Ron Ron. Or Meta World. Ron or Meta World. Um, we went to elementary school together. Um, PS 122, Astoria Queen. Shout out um, to Astoria. Uh, what to call it? Yeah, he's um, he was... Famous for being probably one of the biggest bullies in the in the school. Mm. You know, he was he lived in Queens. Was he a special ed? He was. Well, I don't want to say special ed, but he was. Let's on just that, say the pencils were made of rubber. Yeah, he was on that. <laughs> he was on that special bus uh. that left at two forty five, two thirty to send him back to Queensbridge. They let everybody out. They early. let him out. Every, they let those kids out early. Um, yeah, uh, he was into a lot of sports back then. He wasn't really into base uh, uh, basketball. Football was his. Was his thing mm-hmm. um, One day outside in fourth grade uh, I think it was this day As a matter of fact Which is why it's this week in sports Ooh, Episode 13 Halloween <laughs> And the creep story is out <laughs> Thank you Paul um, We were outside uh, He uh, picked me uh, To be on his team I was one of his receivers He, was, he, he played the quarterback position And uh, let's just say I wasn't the best at catching the football. Were you ever a football guy? Yeah, but I quickly realized that after that day, the wide receiver <laughs> was not my position. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> uh, we were at a, uh, at a time where we were losing. We were down by two uh, or something like that. I'm just making that up. Um, but he threw a pass. <laughs> he threw a pass towards me. I got open, and uh, I dropped it. It was clean. I, I had it in my grass, and I just dropped it. Okay. No problem whatsoever. Uh, go back and uh, we try it again. And again, the play is to me. And uh, he takes the ball. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Throws the ball right to my chest. And I just miss it again. Um, okay. You can see the frustration in his face. Um, but third time, he decides to do it again. Oh, this is. <laughs> um, he decides that the, that the play is going to me again. And um, he throws a perfect spiral right to my chest. And I drop it again. <laughs> fourth grade. Listen, fourth grade. What am I, 10, 11 years old? Anyway, um, I go back to the huddle. And as I'm walking to the huddle, trying to you know explain myself, all of a sudden, he becomes the karate kid. <laughs> and just takes a spinning roundhouse kick right to my gut. And, you know, it basically bent me in half. I dropped down to my knees and looked at him like if I wanted him to show me some mercy. Thank you, sir. May I have another? He just walked away as, look at this sorry motherfucker right here. He can't catch a football for nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I Listen, I've told I've told this story to to basically everybody that's been in Red's house because he wants me to tell the story. Oh, my God. To Mr. Santee's uh friends and family who have oh, now become my friends and family. Let me tell you. 
and, and oh. <laughs> I'm known as Kickboy. It's like, yo, it's like, yo, you got to tell that story, yo. You got to tell the Ron Artest story. It, yeah, it, it, everybody I meet, I come across, and listen, we've I've, I've met so many people, and they, listen, they've taken me in. They're really, really cool. They, they've listened to the Ron Artest story, uh, and they just look at me as, damn, like, why? <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I wish. It's like, what? What the? <laughs> I really wish that I was making this story up, but you can't make this up. And, you know, that... And, when he went off at the palace, it's funny because it didn't surprise me one bit. It's funny because it's like <laughs> I only picture that you guys are in the huddle or whatever case may be. He's frustrated, and this was after the. He's <laughs> like, listen, um, I. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, thank God. Oh my God, I hope. It's not that I wish. I hope that he tells this story to people. Like mad random. He's like, yeah, I used to play football. I used to love playing football. As no, 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 no. I would never say that. No, I would never say that. I, I would say, listen, I had an incident with Ron Artest. No, no, no. I'm talking about him. I'm hoping that he would sit there one day and he'll go. He tells people, he's like, yo, I used to love playing football, man. Yo, I live. Yeah, there was a time, yo, I took it serious. Yo, there was a time he was playing in, yo, in public school. I kicked this dude in the stomach because the nigga wasn't catching the ball, son. In the stomach. That's how real I took it. <laughs> yo, the only purpose. In this show's history, this is 13 episodes, is because I needed Lou to jump on here and give us that Ron Artest story. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Are you happy now? Oh, please. Listen, you brought joy to everyone's life right now. To all you listeners out there, that's my gift to you. <laughs> uh, so, oh, fuck I'll, you very much, by the way. <laughs> You enjoying yourself? Uh, very much so. Uh, well, probably not too much after that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to play a game. I do. I, I, I well, I like games. Oh, I bet you do. You little freak, you <laughs> so dirty. So what I'm gonna bring to you guys is now just a little thing that we like to do here called score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is score in the red zone. And once again, I want to thank my peoples at Rapper Life who (laughs) (laughs) sponsored our halftime. And also our people at uh, jerrygirls.com. That's jerrygirls.com. Get them slippery. Get them wet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For scoring the red zone, I told you that Lou E. Coyote is our resident WWE old school fanatic. He is the man that knows everything. So this time I'm going to drop. He likes to play a game. And he, he, he actually challenged my daughter in this at one time. He, My daughter is now eight years old, and she's a fan of wrestling. And probably one of the coolest kids ever yeah not like the kids that are in here now sorry guys you suck <laughs> whatever so no no my daughter's it's it's funny because we're going to home my daughter is um uh, it's funny because she's keen she's pretty keen on, on picking up certain things like when it comes to uh, wrestling and I, I really didn't know she was like that as well and one day louis just started playing music Damn WWE interest music, sorry, and she was picking it up, and even TNA music. You, you, we, I told you she was good. I did a few, yeah, yeah, and she was picking it up. So let's reverse this back uh, to you. 
Let's play some old school WWE themes okay. and let's see okay. if you are able to uh, figure out who it is. I'm only going to play them for. I actually want to do like a name that tune. I wanted to say how many notes can you wow. name this theme. So you would have to give me a clue before I can answer. Right. Okay. But you know what? Fuck that. Let's just get. I'm giving you five <laughs> seconds and I want you to guess. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's go. 50, the revolutionary force. That's not it. Sports though. entertainment. Okay, that's it. That's all you got. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm good, but I'm not that good. No, that's right again. By the way, this, this is the only fucker I know, like, that I know personally that has these WWE themes on his phone as ringtones. It's just, it's obnoxious. Not as my ringtones. I have them on my uh, on my iPod as, a, as, a, as just a specific channel, a wrestling channel. Where you really need to look for some type of therapy. That's, I, the, that's ridiculous. I just enjoy You them. need help. I really do. All right, let's go. Okay. I got it. Okay. Um, I'm, tr- I'm picturing him walking down the aisle, and to me, it sounds like the Rock Down Morocco. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I, okay, I got it. I got it. You, you want to play a little bit more? Steamboat? Huh? Is it Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Well, he came down with his son. You're, you're making me look bad at now. WrestleMania yeah, you're, looking me, you're making me look bad right now. For very real. good. Very good. That was a warm up. Uh, really? That's what it was? It was a warm up. Uh, all right. I don't have that one on my iPod. Oh, now you That's know what we need to download. Yeah, I do. All right. So, uh, I forgot all about that So one. now you're 0 for 1. How many more we got? I was going to do 20, but no. Oh, okay, yeah, let's <laughs> no. go. No, I usually do 10. So okay. let's, let's check it out. Let's see. Uh... Okay. Who you got? Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Nice. Very good. Now you're back on the board. Here we go. All right. Let me throw you a softball right now. I'm going to throw you a softball. Oh, seeing as though we met each other in softball, let me throw you a softball right now. The World Wrestling That's not it. That's not For over, over 50 years. years. The revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Here we go. Oh. I'm gonna give you the intro as well. What you gonna you gonna fucking come out the, the I, curtain? I can be the Howard Finkel of the show. Whatever. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> okay, let's try this. From Calgary, Alberta, Canada, weighing 235 pounds, the World Wrestling Federation champion, Brett Hipman Hart. Nice. That was, that was actually that was pretty damn impressive though. I like that you did Thank that you. intro. That was pretty interesting. All right, let's see. Uh, I'm not gonna do it again though. Maybe. <laughs> the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, that's gonna be so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think I'm gonna have to turn those, the the, 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 the intro down and do this. Okay, here we go. God bless both their souls. Former WWE Tag Team Champions, the British Bulldogs. But if it was a single, who was it? Davy Boy Smith. 
Nice. Wait a minute. God bless both their souls. Aren't they both dead? Who? I know Davy Boy's dead. Right. Dynamite's also also dead. You just killed him because the man is not dead. Is he right? <laughs> He's not dead. I could have sworn Dynamite was dead. You just killed him now. <laughs> if anything, you just did. You just killed him. Sorry, Dynamite. Dynamite. I'm sorry if you down, if you heard this. Blame Louis. You could put him in the fucking <laughs> running bulldog or a diving headbutt, whatever you want to what, do. What's my name? Lou E. Coyote. Okay. All right, fuck that. Oh, no, no, no. That's too easy. Let's I'm not plug giving it in. I'm not, no, no, I'm not giving you that. That's too easy. I mean, oh. Mm. Now, that's all you get. That's all I get? That's all you get. That's all I need. I didn't even need that much. That's what she said. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. <laughs> the demolition. Walking disaster. Oh, I think I might get you with this one. Okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, let's see if I get you with this one. Yes. Come on now. Come on now. Hold on, because I know it. <laughs> no, you I don't. No, I... you don't. If you pull this one out of your ass, that's like utterly amazing. Five. Four. You, you know is, there's something in radio called. You, there's something in radio called dead air. You can't give that dead is air. Don Morocco. It, uh, you know what? No, it isn't. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Give it to me one more time if you can. That's what she said. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to kick myself. Um, oh, you're going to let me do it for you. Let's see. I'm thinking uh, it's not Ken Patera. Uh, <laughs> you're done. That's Hercules. Hercules oh, that's and, right. Hercules oh. Hernandez. Yeah, that's you were right. never I have that on the pod, too. Oh, I should be ashamed geez. of myself. Hercules Hernandez. All right. Jesus. All right. Hold on. We get it. You guys are sponsoring this shit. All right. Whatever. Here comes the next one. And that is. Oh, I got it. I just wish I had some of the arrogance to go with it. Uh, oh, I uh, saw what you did there. Huh? Yeah, I saw what I did there, huh? Mr. Rick Martell, the model. Very good. Very good. You really, I, I mean, you, you, you're you pretty impressive. And you know what? Those two that I missed, I oh. I got steamboats and I knew, her, I knew Hercules. So This one. Give me this. What's that? Well, it's definitely somebody British. Maybe. Come on now. Um. Wow, I, I don't think I ever heard that. One. That one is Allied Powers. That's Lex Luger. Lex Luger and, and the British Bulldog. Yes. Okay. Yes. Look at wow. you. See. You know, you're making me look like a schlub right now. <laughs> I brought you in specifically for this, and hey, we're gonna make some time up. Let's go. I hope so because this is this is not working right now. Uh, one more. Well, you might no two more. Got one more. Go ahead. 
Dude, that was too easy. I had to give that one to you. You look pathetic. Okay, give me another one back. This one's right. ridiculous. And who's this? Taxol. Did you say Taxol? No, I said Taxol. Oh, okay. I thought you said Taxol because I was about to say that's not IRS. That's not. That's not no. Who that is. All right. Uh, let's give you one more. I'm gonna walk into work with this. It's gonna be my walking music for work. Nothing, right? Nothing. You are terrible. I'm about to fucking fire you on that one. Ah. Sid Justice. Jesus Christ. You you said you were a what? We're talking about themes here. <laughs> that's, a, dude, that's a theme. <laughs> Justice came out more toward what? The mid, the early to mid 90s? Doesn't matter. You have like, ugh, whatever. Any case. Ugh. I think you probably did the, out of the guy. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what though. I will be downloading some of those for, to, to put on my page. Yeah, but the thing is that I'm sitting here saying is like, the guy who I brought in as the specialist of this, <laughs> you probably did the worst out of everybody who played in the score in the red zone. For real. You you should be you should be flogged right now. Well, I I did miss two that I knew. You should so. jump off the second turnbuckle and break your leg like Sid Vicious. Like that that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> and that was our segment for. Ugh, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm so disappointed in you. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. Right even now. the sun shines on a dog's ass every night. <laughs> That's true. And the sun has shined on my ass many a night. It's shining on the Mets' ass right now. That's the oh, sir. Oh, I, hi-oh. Just, I just had to. Hi-oh. I just had to. That's what she said. So with that, since we already had the door open for uh, some wrestling action, I'm, I'm going to go into our my next segment, which I brought back recently, which is... Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a read at a new issue of Turnbuckle Tabloid. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's another issue of Turnbuckle Tabloid. And for this week's edition of Turnbuckle Tabloid, I am going to give you guys a review of the indie event in which we attended last night, as per this recording, of House of Glory's The Purge. We meaning me because once again, uh, Louis Coyote doesn't know how to come out on, on school nights. So Mr. raspy ruffle. Had we'll work. work on that. But, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm, I, I've been, uh, a fan of House of Glory for some time. I worked their first event as a commentator and, you know, they've not used me for anything else, but I'm still a fan. I love those guys. Those are my peoples. And I, and, and for all you other guys who, a part of other promotions. It's not like that. I'm I'm faithful to just one promotion. I actually watch you guys on YouTube and other websites. It's just that I have to minimize myself to one thing at this moment because of my my work schedule is ridiculous. So whatever opportunity that I get to go to a show, I'll go to them. Like you guys at Tier One, you guys at Jersey, uh, or, or, and whatever. I have to. And you probably don't even give a shit anyway. Anyway, <laughs> but I do watch you guys. I am very aware of what's going on in the circuit, especially in the East. I, I'm I'm happy to hear that uh, the East 
the East Coast is starting to produce a lot of um, indie promotions that's being recognized. And um, hopefully I'm going to be a part of uh, attending a show. But as per this past week, as, as I mentioned, House of Glory had The Purge. If you guys don't know, House of Glory is a wrestling promotion that is run by the amazing me- or the ama- me- excuse me <clears throat> let me get a sip of my beer the amazing red and uh Brian Excel these are the the instructors as well as the promoters this is my can opener my bottle opener <laughs> Woo! the new england patriots can opener it was a gift from a dick <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Brady guy. Everybody knows I'm a Brady guy because he's a Michigan guy. Anyway, so this past uh, this past event, I have to say that although I'm a fan of House of Glory, and you know I I, I can give the whole pop and circumstance as as anybody else could do, and you you know this this event was probably the best one I've ever been in. Yo, you guys did an awesome job. I'm not gonna do that this time, man. Can't. I used to do reviews for you guys, and a lot of times I I did reviews and write ups on it. And whenever I, I I I did a negative review, oh, the backlash was insane. Talent would hit me up. It was like, "What do you? Why did you say that about my match and all this stuff?" I said, Look, dude, um, whatever you could say about us as fans, because many times there's instances where. You know, guys who are in the business, it's like, what do you know? All you are is a fucking smart who, or a mark who's out there who, who you don't know what it is to take a bump in the ring. You know, I can say the same shit about you guys who don't never get pussy, to be honest. Nice. You don't know what it is to get vagina, but yet you think you know what it is to get that. I'm not coming from a bitter place. I'm coming from a place where it's honestly because I'm a dude who's creative. I've written, I've, 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 I've done creative stuff in my life. Hell, I've even pitched ideas to certain things and genres. I've even pushed myself to go into the world of, of movies, TV, cinema, whatever the case may be. I'm a creative dude. I've seen them. <laughs> and for you guys to sit there and ostracize the masses just because we haven't taken a bump, a clothesline, a chest chop is bullshit. Go fuck yourself. It's it, it it it's not fair, but you, but you know what? To each his own, and in the long run, you'll realize that, as you say, or if that's the promos that you guys cut just for it, we are the fans that make you. Just as I said in previous episodes, I get it. There are certain fandoms who are just dicks. They don't know what they want. They'll take their biggest and brightest fucking star that they have and want to push them to the longest yard and make them champions they want to take uh kevin owens oh owens should be the champion already for wwe this is bullshit i don't know why he's only holding the intercontinental strap why the fuck neville is only a mid-card guy that guy is fucking awesome all right these are the douchebags that shouldn't be allowed to be promoting shit go fuck yourself But in, 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 in all reality, you if you have these thoughts of creative, WWE 2K16 is coming out next week or this week, depending on when you get the show. Buy it. Create your own show. Make your own um, program. Hell, make a my career. Make, your, make yourself the best wrestler as possible. But for those who have the imagination for the business, that enjoy the business, that 
may have some type of insight on what the program is about, you need to start giving some some, some people a break because we might have something for you guys. But nonetheless, I've never taken I I I I have never taken a bump or I've never uh gone over the top rope, so I don't know what it is. So when it comes to the purge, this show, I would like to say it was okay. Um as many times as I've been to House of Glory, there's always been hiccups when it comes to start times, uh match times, whatever it is. I've 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 had issues with it. Hell, I was at I was at a House of Glory a few years back where SummerSlam was on. You you guys booked uh SummerSlam uh a match for during a SummerSlam night and you promised the fans that you were gonna be out to watch SummerSlam. Bell time was at four o'clock. The bell didn't ring until six fifteen. So anybody who was there missed if not half, probably all of SummerSlam. This time doors were supposed to open at six o'clock. Doors didn't open until about maybe Give or take 7.15. I believe it. And we were freezing a nutsack. Not two, because at least we were keeping one warm with our hand. The other one was almost a nice shade of Smurf blue. It wasn't holding that jingle Yeah, jingle. It, was, it, was, it was not cool. So when we finally got in, we were waiting, you know, waiting. And then we were promised a, a, a costume show, you know, that we were going to have a contest. And... You know, I saw uh, a few individuals dressed in, in costumes, whatever the case may be. I lost myself a little bit that night. Just just a little bit. I what think happened? I lost my soul and maybe my dignity because I actually went dressed. But bear with me on this one. I hope you did. I know. I, I know bear with me. <laughs> I went dressed in a costume. But the costume I chose was I, I, I wanted to emulate Dean Ambrose. I already had the shirt. Had the hat. Oh, hence the Dean Ambrose kind of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, you. you know, I was trying to like, you know, bring in the lure of it. Gotcha. So it was, uh, what can I say? Mm-hmm. Tape up the hands. I put Titty Master on the wrist. You know, whatever case may be. <laughs> and um, pretty much Ambrose dresses like how I would work at my job. That's that's how he, that's how he wrestles. He, jeans, fucking Renee shirt. Young, Renee Young should come look for you then. She could spark my nipples if she liked. Oh. Titty master. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it wasn't like the biggest outlet. What I really wanted to do was <laughs> Josie's boy was going to paint. We, we wanted to go and paint our face. Mm-hmm. Since Josie's boy is the, the, the splendid artist that he is, we were going to uh, paint our face. I really wanted to do the Vader mask, okay. but not wear the mask, but just paint it on. Right. Since I have like that. My my hair is thinning, and I can mm-hmm. just cut it down and just paint. Well, I think you guys have the same color hair, by the way. Yeah, whatever it could be, and probably even do like a little uh, mohawk on it. But then I realized something. Uh, I like vagina. Oh, even though I have one at home. I, yeah, I, I wanted. I want everybody to know that I still like vagina, and I don't live in my mother's basement. So I just, <laughs> and not to bash you guys who did this. No, but, he's, he's bashing you. Okay, he's I might you. have, but honestly, <laughs> he's bashing you. Shout out to Matt from Heel Turn Podcast. <laughs> you fucking guys, this kid is hilarious. Because um, he, he he was gonna get dressed, and he tells me he says, "Yeah." Then I woke up one morning, and I said, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, I'm a man, and a man doesn't do stuff like that." <laughs> this is a seven, eighteen, seventeen year old kid, so I didn't feel that much of a douche. So we go in there, and you're supposed to have a contest for for who had the best costume. What did I get? I don't know who won the uh, who won the costume party. I don't I don't own the contest. I don't know who won. 
I would have least like to have known who won, unless it's a, it was a. Um, is it the fact that you don't know who won, or you don't remember? Who no, won? no, 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 no. No one. I did honestly don't know. Even I'm looking at social media right now, and I don't know who won. Like no, then no one's mentioned it. There's not a picture of the person or anything. But they did. The do- the prize was a hundred dollars. And free tickets to the next show, which is the next show is supposed to be a great show, which I'll, I'll promote, even though I was not too happy with this past one. But I'll promote it. Okay. Um, then the show goes on. And I'm not even going to be a dick about this where I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sit there and I'm going to give you a rundown of every match because fuck that. Buy the fucking DVD or download it. Do, your, do, do yourself a favor and do it. I'm not going to give you a play by play. Okay. I'm giving you the ambiance and the essence of the show and I'll give you highlights whatever it is. Maybe. So... Uh, was there a heel turn? Uh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was nothing of that magnitude. It was more about the um, just the just the being of the show. Uh, it, it, for for the theme that it was, they had RVD going up against Amazing Red in the main event. Uh, it was that that was the big build. It, it did it live up to what it was supposed to be? Uh, I wasn't five years the, ago. I would have. I I wasn't there for the no, no, no. stereo match, but I heard that one bomb too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years ago, it would have. Same thing with that one five years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not to take away from the performance. These guys are awesome, you know, at their age, whatever the case may be, they still perform. RVD look like the RVD that we know from ECW. It's still look good. Red, the same way. Like, if you guys are you know Red from uh, TNA, from uh, uh, New Japan, if you guys know him from the circuit, whatever the case may be, he's, he's still an awesome dude. But it's a five years ago type thing. Like, right now, it's the what we have to do. Which is, let's book this match and get it going. But um, yeah, I mean the same thing with the red match. I um, I I I would like to say that anything that was booked underneath it was uh something that you would have built up because, like I said, it's all about the students of the promotion, and I would like to see more from them. I've had two of them already on the show. They were amazing when they were on here. I just I just want to say that there should be more to it. When it comes to like what's happening now, because right now promotions are starting to pick up speed and starting to catch up with the masses. So with this House of Glory event, like I said, I'm a fan. I love it. I, I'm there for them for it. But they they all can't be winners, just like WWE uh, pay per views. They all can't be winners. Uh, for instance, let me just give you the, the the high points of the show. And I'm not just gonna say this because he's. He, he's a, he's been a guest on the show and he did, had an excellent job. But Good Hank Flanders had his open challenge, which was which is pretty which is pretty cool to 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 say the to, to say the least. He came out in a black dress and it was it, it was exquisite. Did he? Oh, it's sexy. He lost his match against a woman. I told him at the the show. I said you you you're like the. You're like the Andy Kaufman of House of Glory. Like you're 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 groundbreaking now. You, you've already wrestled handicapped people. Now you're wrestling women. It's so cool. So he he had to wrestle in a dress. And it wasn't a pretty girl special. This was like something out of like um like uh, uh, what was it baby blue or some shit like that. I really really <laughs> wish I would have gotten to see it. By the way, I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a fan of his. Yeah. I like uh I I really like what he um I love the interview last week, by the way. Yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, I, I heard him get emotional and talk about things that were kind of close. Yeah, that's the passion um, about it, man. I don't feel bad for you, by the way, you fucker. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, 
I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. I'm not gonna be one of your statistics. I, I, <laughs> I, I but he it. he had an open he had an open challenge and uh who answered the the the, the bell, who answered the call was um WWE's own uh Matt Striker. Ah. Which he's he's a he's a New York guy, Queens, uh Queens bred. He's a um in house. He he went to the doghouse. He he's he's a guy that I wish that would have gotten more opportunity in WWE. Right. And when he came into the ring at House of Glory, he he showed what wrestling should be about. You know, there's a lot of chain wrestling and that's a lost art nowadays with wrestling. He did a lot of chain wrestling with Hank and kudos to Hank for a young guy who might not have been in the business business as long as as Striker's been. He was there with him toe for toe, man. He he was hitting each lock and back and forth. I and I was very impressed and and you guys would have stolen the show that night. And it's not to say it was uh, lackluster for that matter, but for me as an old school fan, and Lou, you're an old school fan as I well, am. you would have greatly appreciated what that match was about. And at the end, Stryker did the, the the gentleman thing and acknowledged him, you know, as as a as as a kid that should be recognized, and which which it, it touched me a little bit, pussy. Exactly. <laughs> in my head, I said the same thing. I said Hankinson is saying I'm a pussy. <laughs> um, another positive, they had a taxi match, which was uh, the private party, which I those guys are awesome, but I fucking hate the name. And um, EYFBO, which is another name, which until this day, I don't know what the fuck it means. I, I guess I have to be in, in, the, in the inner circle to figure it out because anybody who's watched them wrestle, and I asked their name. Even guys who wrestle with them, they go, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, the match was, uh, I want to say awesome, but it would be, it will be not giving them justice. The match was amazing. It was, it was one of those matches that if you went to look at your phone to check your Facebook fucking you status something. or your Instagram, you're an asshole because there was so much going on in that match. Kudos to, both those teams, those guys are awesome, and I'm not going to give you any spoilers because, like I said, as much as you know, they they they, they didn't have what it was. Buy the fucking buy the DVD, DVD yeah, buy the buy shit. the DVD. Uh, Brian XL, which for years he and I have always a lot horns because I, I I hated the face Brian, but he's 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 a real cool man. He he's he's really cool. He's been real cool to us, and. He had a match with the champion, which you left the stipulation in the fans' hands. Smiley. Yeah, it was Smiley. Okay. Smiley Fairchild. You left the stipulation in the fans' hands. When the bell rang, we didn't know what the fuck the stipulation was. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lay out my idea, which I shared on the House of Glory page in which they wanted us to to share our ideas. And I gave them a whole creative aspect for it, but you didn't use it. Well, fine, whatever. You went with whatever. But at the end of the day, we don't know what the hell the match was. Was it a false count anywhere? Was it a um, no DQ? We don't know what it was. I'm not going to spoil that one for you either because <laughs> go buy the DVD. Thank you. We also had a we had a battle royal, Ooh. and I understand the reason why the battle royal was put together. Uh, I'm uh, once again. I don't want to talk like a smart. I don't want to go into all that shit because everything. I'm like, what the fuck do you know? Whatever. I'll leave that for a later date. Uh, but 
with that, it was in honor of one of their lost compadres who passed away a year ago, Vinny the Voice. They had an invitational for him, which was cool, and you know it it, it showed a lot of the 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 the, the wrestlers that are within the pro, uh, the promotion. Okay, and um, what was the point of it? When I have when I see a battle royal, I want a number one contender. I want a a uh, winner gets a trophy. I want a winner uh, chooses his. There's got to be know, a stipulation. Something, yeah, so, something. yeah something's got to be involved. Absolutely. I didn't. Uh, and the winner of the first uh, invitational was. I'm not gonna tell you because buy the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, I I I have to say that it's not. It wasn't one of their best. The matches ran too long for my. For my opinion, uh, before I knew intermission, the bell time was at eight o'clock. Intermission was almost at like at, I think it was like at ten fifteen, ten thirty. Sounds about right. Wait, we didn't get out the building until about twelve o'clock. That's Yikes. amazingly long. That's crazy, especially for any show. That's crazy. Got to get this shit together. Yeah, I mean, I don't even say to get this shit together. I know what I, you know what? Let me say I know. I feel what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but. That's a lot. That's a, that's it's too way long. too long. It's too it's long. Way too long. So we need we got to tie in that up. But I'm I'm excited because uh, for the next show, which is on December 11th, I believe, they have uh, what they're entitled Civil War, which is in the, in the comic universe, Civil War is superheroes going against each other, which I think they're trying to piggyback. Yeah, it's December 11th, Friday, and um. Uh, I saw, I had a glimpse of what they were trying to do at last night's event, but my thing was for something that is going to be probably your, which is going to be your last event for the year, and it's going to be the big uh, showing that you want, which is the Civil War concept. You want something bigger? No, I would have thought that it was going to be something in which that they build it up, like. For a couple of of events, okay. If they did, I didn't catch it. I I was out. Maybe it was maybe because they had open bar. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was getting a lot of bar about fucking um bar backs or whatever the fuck it is. And Corona was on Special. the top agenda, yeah. But nice. I didn't, I I didn't get. You was at one of the events recently. Did you see anything that felt like it was going to be like clashing of? I saw the same thing. Basically, what what you're saying that time time management was was bad. Yeah. Uh, we didn't leave out of there, I don't believe, until about 12.15. And uh, 12.15, we didn't leave. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's... it's it's And then, well, it's good for you because you, you live... Well, I live not yeah, too yeah, far yeah. from there. Me, it's like, I might as well have a fucking donkey and, <laughs> <laughs> and some water because I got to hike and all that shit. But through it all, like I said, you know, take it, take it as what it may... No, I'm. I, I. It's not. Like I'm gonna say I. I will never go see House of Glory again. Fuck <laughs> this shit. You fucking guys get me drunk, but you don't bring the entertainment. Fuck you. <laughs> you sound like a. What's her name? Give me another Corona, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll should, be there. I'll be there for Civil War, but she, it's just this last one was not up to par. She should be calling in any time though. Right now, who is? Um. What's her name again? Oh, Letizia. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I, put, I put my phone on block. <laughs> I think she owes me money, too. 
<laughs> yeah, that'll close out the segment for. Uh, come on, motherfucker. That's why I pay you for engineering. Let's go. Come on. Where you at? What the fuck? Wait. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Hey, the volume was down. All right. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm hit the rewind button for that one. Let's do it again. <laughs> hit it again. There we go. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a read at Jordan, you will never be part of engineering again. That's what you get when you pay a 13 year old to uh, hit buttons. <laughs> 11. Before I move on to the review of week seven, I also want to close out uh, Turnbuckle Tabloid with. I almost forgot we had Hell in a Cell, WWE's pay per view this past Sunday. For the most part, it was okay. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna sit there and say that it's you know, one of the better pay per views that they had. Uh, to be honest, I think I might have fell asleep on one of the matches. I'm not sure. It just went black all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know whether if it was just uh, someone turned the lights off or my eyelids, you know, came down on me like a garage door. I'm not sure, but. Um, yeah, it was it, it wasn't too great. I'm not gonna give you guys a match per match rundown because I don't have all day for that shit. And once again, just as I did my for my review of House of Glory, you know, get the WWE Network if you haven't seen it or whatever means of you watching wrestling events. More power to you. Um, on the for the lighter notes, I could say the. The Undertaker Brock Lesnar match wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, although you know there was a lot of uh, rumblings on the internet about uh, well Vince may or may not have been happy about what happened with the blood. Kevin Dunn wasn't too pleased about that. Whatever, you know. I hate hearing shit like that. You know, this is why I punish myself when I read the dirt sheets because I do it for research purposes, and I really hate like sharing this stuff. Because everybody believes that they're so in inside, but I I I'm, I'm more of an optimistic when it comes to Vince. Because at the end of the day, I think Vince is like, listen, he's a he's still a wrestling purist at heart, and when it comes to blood, it's part of wrestling, regardless of what sponsorships and advertisements you have. It's part of the profession, and if you do it in you know sporadic instances and events it doesn't come over too extreme and too well it just doesn't come overly done so when you are able to see blood it's more of an attraction uh like i said i didn't think it was that bad i I think the the match prior to this event was probably the more atrocious of the two i mean Undertaker looked pretty decent. He 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 looked like he was still able to to show you know some life in his body. I, I I must say that the one thing I'm hoping occurs since November they're going to be honoring uh, 25 years of Undertaker at SummerSlam. I mean, excuse me, SummerSlam Survivor Series. Uh, they uh, Stone Cold does a podcast with him at the on the on the network. I really want to hear from him. You know, there's always been such rumors or stories about what kind of guy he is what you know backstage the, his professionalism uh his his outlook on wrestling and stuff so i want to hear it from the horse's mouth from the dead man's mouth 
on what it was, what's his 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 thoughts, his outlooks, and what the future is going to be looking like for him. Uh, in other matches, which I'm just going to go run backwards because, like I said, we want to watch it. Watch order the network. It's only nine nine to nine. We had um the Intercontinental match between Owens, Kevin Owens, and Ryback, which I think took about three minutes, maybe three and a half minutes. Who knows? Which some may believe was the appropriate time. Some might have wanted more, but I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't think anybody was going to expect too much from it. I think this was just going to be the, the 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 going away shot for Ryback because they actually gave more time to the Divas this time, which once again wasn't a bad match. They gave them a little bit more time. They they stretched it out for them. They actually they actually put together some solid solid wrestling. You know, there were some botches here and there, but nothing that would really you know, just stand out too much. I I thought the ladies gave it their best, and I and I have to be honest with when it comes to the Bellas, I I, I think the the girls, the females, really stepped their game up when it comes to the Bellas. They they you can tell that they're trying. You can tell that they they're putting in the work. It's not just you know, some. I'm just going to walk in the ring and prance around for two or three minutes, put a move, wrist lock, uh, power move, and done match. No, you could tell that they were in the back and somebody said that they wanted them to perform a little bit. And I think they, they saw what the other Divas were doing and they stepped up their game as well. So I feel that the 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 Bellas have, I'm not going to say they're going to be, you know, the, 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 the premier female wrestlers of the promotion but I, I kudos to them they 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 you know, they it looks like they're they're trying to be part of what uh not only female wrestling of what wrestling is all about uh other matches we had we had the um the Cena and Roberto uh Alberto Del Rio match was out of the blue I I'm going to fucking totally on be honest with you guys uh, I'm not a big Alberto Del Rio guy, and not because he's not a good wrestler, because he is very, very talented. I think that he's probably one of the highest, af- highest of, of athleticism when it comes to a wrestler, especially for a man of his age, because he's not that old, but he's not that young either. But he's still agile. He's able to move. He could put he could put moves together, and he makes matches clean. But I thought that WWE made him too clean as a heel like i guess because of pg era you can't really do too much with it but like i we've always goofed on it on my take radio and with rage which we always said you know you should have made him like this mexican cartel drug runners type shit. i don't think i gotta do that but i mean entertain something give it like some vague references of like oh, uh, do you know who i am apparently you don't know who i am Let's just say I am able to get people higher above other situations. You know, try to like, you know, something. But when we saw him leave, or when he was fired, uh, giving him his slip, uh, a future endeavored, and he went to Lucha Underground, and we saw El Patron, the man actually found a personality that, uh, gave him more of an appeal, so I'm just 
hoping that with his return, and I, and I was greatly, greatly pleased to see. I marked out. I'm not gonna lie. I jumped up, applauded. I was like, you know, because there was rumblings, but you never really know who if things are gonna be legit or not. But it it was it was good to see him, especially bringing him back and as Zeb Coulter as as a uh, his his confidant, as you may say. Uh, he he. He he seems to be that guy who can help spark up the heel aspect. In addition to with you know what New Day's doing and uh, Kevin Owens, so um, kudos to him once again, and I'm glad to see him back in WWE. And I'm hoping that they can carry over the uh, personality in which he had in another promotion and brings it to WWE. Other than that, can't say much about anything else. Like I said. Nine ninety nine. That's all I'm telling you guys. WWE Network is not expensive. Nine ninety nine. So, with that being said, I'll give you the wrap up for Hell in a Cell. Didn't hate it. Didn't say I like it. Let's just say if it was Raw, it was Raw two point one. That's all I can tell you. Oh, I one quick note. By the way, Kane and Seth Rollins. I don't like my Kane, my Demon Kane, to be watered down. This is probably the most pussiest I've ever seen Kane. Like he's I'm not sure whether he's I don't know if it's because, you know, the the, the PG era type thing or he's I don't know, menstruating. I, I have no clue, but this guy's this has to be the most pussiest I mean, I, I expected so much other from, from Kane. Kane has now become a big show light. Like he's 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 about to be he's been the, Put the mask on with hair on. Ooh, big fucking shit. But yeah, this is the this is the pussiest I've ever seen, Kane. And I'm hoping that he'll collaborate with his brother one last time. I'm I'm foreseeing that maybe Survivor Series is going to be a classic eight man tag with the Wyatts going up against the Brothers on Destruction and two other whoever it is. And but yeah. Sorry, but this cane is just the red must be for his period or something. I don't know. So with that being said, we can go into Every time I hear this intro, I feel like I could just go outside and throw a football 17 fucking blocks. Tackle the bodega guy for giving me short change on my six-pack of Coronas. So with week seven closing out this week, I have to tell you that, uh, first of all, I want to say that I f- really, really fucking suck in fantasy football. I'm, I, 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 I kid you not. I'm winless in one of my leagues, which is my work league, and I'm over 500 in my second one, which in my other league, which does nothing for me because I, I I'm still like in the hunt for eighth place or some shit like that. But um 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just terrible. Uh, I really am. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten to a point where I said it's, I, you know, everybody who says they're, they're a pro in fantasy football might as well just tell me that they could fucking pick the lottery numbers every week. You, you don't know. You just, you're just randomly fucking guessing. You know, you can't tell me, well, you know, well, Sean McCoy runs better on grass than he does on turf. And if he wears this specific sneaker or cleats, which is able to uh, grab the turf, when it, fuck you. I don't, I don't want to hear any of that shit. Listen, it's, it's luck. It's all, I have a cousin of mine who's not a, into sports in that way. And he calls me the other day and he says, Yo, son, yo, you play that, uh, that, that fan dude shit, son? And I'm like, No, I play fantasy. You don't, I suck. Like, if I bet money, I know I'm going to lose. Yeah, uh, man, I was just looking at the infomercial they have in that, um, that, 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 that fan dude shit, son. I might get into that shit, son. And he would be the one that wins. Like while I'm sitting here knowing football players and stats and uh, trying to manipulate my roster to the biggest strength of, and looking at schedules, this motherfucker would sit there and throw darts at a board and hit whoever and end up winning like thirty five thousand dollars from this shit. So like I said it's 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 all fucking luck. Any case, with week seven. We had uh we, we, we had some games. But the first thing I want to talk about with week seven was the a Dallas Cowboy and New York Giants game, which my Giants won. And I, I must say that any team that I have a passion for that I you know I love and I grew up with, like I've been a Giant fan since eighty four. That's when eighty four was like the time in which I became a big sports fanatic. So the Giants was one of the teams that, that I grew fond of at that time. And these past few years, any of these teams that I have grown accustomed to to becoming a fan of and loving are teams that basically give me heart attacks. Like these these are the ones that give me agita that you know, I have to get take medication for, you know, my my heart goes up to my my lung when I I, I we I can never be a fan of a team that it's like a powerhouse. Like you see fucking the Patriots, they go out there and they fucking blowing guys out by like 45 points and shit like that. Or Green Bay, who like the monsters of the Midway, the monsters of the Midway, the Green Bay Packers. Like the fucking Giants have a name, which is saying, let me step on anybody who comes my way. And they're winning games by like seven, four points and Guy, like teams are coming from behind and almost beating them, and you're sitting at the edge of your chair, ready to put one in your shoulder because you know you. Eli Manning is like two passes away from throwing a pick six. So, and the same could be said even with the World Series rolling rolling around with my Mets. My Mets never seem to be like this powerhouse team like St. Louis, who's able to you know put runs up on the board and never have to worry. Like it's just. I don't know. I just, I, I, I just needed to do that. I just needed events. Blood pressure. I need my blood pressure medication. So, in any case, with the um, the Giants and Cowboys game, once again, it was another close one. But we had 
uh, reality TV moment. I, I, I'm believing that they're 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 gonna start shooting um, with football with love and fucking sidelines because we have a Greg Hardy sighting in which apparently he was displeased with a play or an assignment that was called, which resulted in a return kickoff return by the Giants and. Which once again, this is something that rarely ever happens with the freaking Giants. We don't get shit like that, you know. We we're the ones who fumble plays. Like we don't never get shit like that. So to see this was like, oof. And Mister Hardy, and I use the word Mister loosely because the guy's a fucking douche. To be honest with you, goes to the sideline and approaches the or oh, the special teams coordinator. Wasn't happy. Slapped the the, the clipboard. Had a tantrum like the the little big pussy that he is. And apparently. Does Bryant, who was on the sideline there in support, who's still nursing his injury, you know, had some words for him. And to be honest, Brian, does Bryant seem to be the guy who's the calmer of the two and seemed the more rational of it? Which is, uh, if, if Des Bryant is the guy who's the most calmer of the bunch and seems to, to be the voice of reason, then you know there's fucking problems in Cowboyville. I mean, really. But. When this occurs, of course, Mr. Hardy cannot, you know, man up to his shit. And rightly so, because he is Greg Hardy. So, this is what his words were in the locker room after the incident. Let's just run, play this out. Let me see if my engineer is going to let me run this on. Next question. Sean just said that he looks at the energy. No comment. Next question. No comment. Next question. Any other questions? No comment. Next question. Any other questions? No comment. 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 Any other questions? Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate y'all very much. Once again, this is exactly what I spoke about a couple of weeks back, a couple of episodes about players having these sense of entitlement and not gaining the grasp of what you have achieved in your life. Now that you've become a person with status, money, and wield some kind of role in an important organization in which you're playing a fucking game because all it is is a game. You know, we all we all could, you know, throw up the bells and whistles of saying, you know, it's a multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar conglomerate in which there are parties involved who are investing their time and efforts and finances to, but no, at the end of the day, it's guys on the field who throw a fucking leather ball around, run around, and try to get into a zone to score points, and even sometimes kick a ball through this little yellow, well, this big yellow upright thingamabob to earn more points, whatever. But at the end of the day, it was a game. So you get guys like Hardy who feel a little bit full of themselves and don't have a rationale of what, what real life is because he's still living in a fantasy and feel as though that he can do whatever the fuck he want. And And the best part about it is we have the owner of the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, who seems to um, allow these things to occur? Let me let me let me look up because by the way that that um that Greg Hardy audio was courtesy of ESPN. 
Let me let me find the 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 Jerry Jones uh, his comments because I find his I don't even want to talk about what Jason Garrett said because they're even more apprehensible for his act for this guy's actions. But let me, let me just play this because I really believe that Greg Hardy either has like pictures of Jerry Jones with a lady boy from Taiwan or like I don't know. Hold on. One of the real leaders uh, on this team, and uh, he earns it. He earns it with respect from all of his teammates. And that uh, uh, that this was courtesy of uh, CBS Sports. He earned. Hold on, I just almost threw up a little bit in my mouth because that is possibly the either the biggest ass kissing I've ever heard of in professional sports, or it's possibly the biggest shoveling of bullshit i mean it's almost nose high when it comes to a six foot seven basketball player that's how high the bullshit was just shoveled i i know i know i'm gonna get shit for saying this but i'm i really believe that and that snippet alone jerry jones sounds like a domestic violence victim like he feels he sounds like it's it's not his fault the way that he is. It's just because, you know, he's a, you know, he's a real guy that, you know, has real passion. And when he loves something, he gets really, no, no that's bullshit. He's a, he's a douche. The guy's a tool and he needs to be punished and he needs to be recognized to be that. He needs to be, to, to be put as an example of what not to do. You were a once highly regarded football team. The Cowboys were known as America's team. And now, with all you know, these 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 legal issues that go on, and you know you, you're you're trying to bank on getting these players who you think are going to be the turnaround, and it comes to find out as soon as they're about to get on the field, they're saying recklessness to the media about quarterbacks' wives, and you know still referencing ref, referencing their 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 previous you know altercations. It, it's it's just ridiculous man i i don't know what what makes the cowboys believe that this is they're going to be their strongest investment because i mean honestly they're just saying well you know he can go after the quarterback all right fine but you know what if this is the cost of doing it then i i would have to just make a trade invest hell fucking take a loss man because this guy is going to be a fucking distraction and a distraction that you're not going to need so Good luck, good luck to you, um, cowboy fans who 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 really gonna ride the wave with with with, with Hardy, fucking douche. Uh, we also had uh, the Bills and the Jaguars game was actually pretty was actually pretty good. I it was closer than I thought it would be. Well, not no, and I I can't no, I did actually think it was close, but uh, the Jaguars actually had the lead for the most part of the game, and. Uh, the Bills had to play catch up. They they went in there with EJ Manuel because uh um a starting quarterback was down. And Manuel he looked fine, but you know it's funny because he actually racked up an interesting or inter, uh, interesting stat because I believe he is the only quarterback that's actually lost in three countries for the NFL. I believe it's uh United States, London, and I'm going to say China or well, Japan, one of those things. Yeah, one of those. Um, so, congratulations to you, EJ Manuel. C- congratulations. We also had the 
Falcons and Titans game, which was very close. I I'm I don't know what's going on in uh in Dirty Birdville, but there seems to be a little halt to their uh role. And um if they gotta fix it, they gotta fix it quick. Then we had the uh saw the New England Saints and the Colts. I was gonna say the Salts. Combine both teams. Yeah. Good job there, Red. Um I feel, I feel I feel bad for the Colts. I really do. I really do feel bad. I mean, they're a team that should be good, but it's it's bad, bad. And, uh, I don't know. The roster is just filled with old timers. When they signed Andre Johnson and Frank Gore, it seemed as though that it was a desperate cry for trying to bring some kind of spark. But you know, these guys are. Just basically battling their way out of an end of their career, and they're just trying to cushion their pockets, and which is not a bad thing. More power to them. Hey, listen, you guys, you guys played in the NFL for for many years. It's 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 old to you, I guess. You know, but you know, for the Colts right now, it just seems as though that it's. Oh man, I, it, I I'm hoping that the light at the end of the tunnel is by next year. There's some picks that could be made to help Luck along, and uh, he'll look like the champion that he did in years past, in which I believe it will. I mean, the, the guy still can sling it with the best in him, so it's not like he's over the hill. He's, he's still a young man. He's still able to go out there and play the game, and and once you give him weapons, he's gonna be he's gonna be a threat. So you know, it, it's gonna be tough for the, for the Colts for the rest of the season, and. uh just to run down the rest of Week Seven's games, uh, we had the Patriots and the Jets game, which was really good. Uh, I, I felt as though that the, when the Jets had them in their grasp, they 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 they, they let them go. Fourth quarter was really detrimental. You let uh you let a lot of guys get open. Uh, Gronk was able to 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 find his way open and uh make the make the big plays and and get down into the end zone. Uh, the Jets defense tries; they might. I think they should continue to hit the hit the gas and keep pushing that defense to go out there. I think any other team besides the Patriots, you could go out there, even though they were they were able to 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 rush Brady. I think with any other team, they are able to do that. But uh, for for this this game, it's going to take a lot of tweaking. And you're gonna learn a lot from what you did at this game, but I, I I don't see I don't see the Jets having too much of a problem the rest of the season. And Fitzpatrick, he's a lock man. Leave that man there. He's 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 a gamer. The guy the guys out there ready to go out there and win you guys some games. So you Jets fans, don't worry about him. He's good to go. And uh, finally, just quick rundown. I also want to talk about the Panthers and Eagles game. Cam is like I said, he's 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 the Superman of that team, man. The, the the young man is out there trying to, and I I think he's earned the respect of the league and its players about a year or two ago, but I think right now he's just trying to get the respect for from the masses, and he's shown proven that he has matured and is going to be one of the leaders for the future. And he's 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 grown by leaps and bounds, man. More power to him and I'm not 
I'm proud to say that he he he's going to be one of those quarterbacks that you guys are gonna keep on your radar. Stays healthy, um, is, is is able to to work with what the field gives him. Whenever he finds an opening, he'll take it, and he's not afraid to to put the ball away and and and, and throw it away when needs to. He's he's becoming very very smart in the pocket and able to find his opening. So more power to Cam and and the Panthers. They're playing one hell of a ball. Good power to them. So that'll lead us to. So when you hear the music, that means it's NFL's Pick'em for Week 8. <sighs> I got to be honest with you guys. This NFL season has just... It's frustrating. Seriously, it's frustrating. It, it, it just... I don't know. For you, maybe. Uh, no, it's... It, oh, excuse me. <laughs> um, says the Jets fan. But whatever. Let's just say that it, it's just one of those things that when I'm... Picking my lines and everything seems like a, even a lock. Even the ones that I, I pick as, you know, the, the 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 underdogs that come out the way they should or not, they just go horribly wrong. Just like you trying to, you know, get that prom date the right way and you lined up for you to get, you know, you know, the payoff at the end and you end up finding out the girl you went to the prom had a penis. <laughs> Am I the only one that's been there? I think I think so. Whatever. Any yeah. case, so with that being said, we have week eight pickums. Now, it, 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 these are the pickums that's it, it's it's basically the halfway point of the NFL season, you know, without the buys, or whatever. Because for those who who are not NFL savvy, the NFL kill yourself. Has <laughs> teams who play 16 games per season within them 16 games each team has a bye a bye week is a team that does not play for said week which is for teams to rest up and be able to have players who want injury to become healed something like that something like that <laughs> so for week 8 uh, I'm going to say well first of all how long you been a Jets fan I've been a Jet fan since the uh, Asiasen days. Really? Yeah. That's kind of late. Uh, you know what? I didn't get into football. But, you know, you're, 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 I'm not going to call your name out. I mean, your age out. 35. Um, Still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 47. No, um, yeah. That's it. <laughs> no, but that's, that's pretty late. You know, a lot of you Jets fans has been like Jet fans since like day one birth you had like green pampers and shit like that i got into baseball and basketball a lot a lot faster and uh then i got into football oh, okay my dad was uh basically any team that I, I was the opposite everybody used to go against the team that your dad roots for well right in my household i basically went with the teams that he did oh, okay so i picked up the jets and been in misery ever since your father's a what a giant fan he's a jets fan 
Oh, he's a Jets fan. He's oh, a Jets no, fan. No, no, excuse me, Bobby. Too much Coronas. <laughs> so, um, but you picked it up late, though. So, I did. Uh, yes, I, I was maybe about. Wow, I want to say, I think right around the time our test kicked me in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that didn't detour you. From not enjoying No that the- actually Ended up wanting me To get into football So I could learn How to catch the fucking ball Oh okay mm-hmm. I, But yeah You have yet to catch um, Fantasy football What's that about? You know <laughs> The first year I got into fantasy I was horrible I remember And you guys first- started Making fun of me With this whole Trent Richardson And, and, and this year With um, Oh no What was the first year That we joined together It was the Yahoo League That we did The first year It's funny The first year We joined together We were I think Last and second to last. Yeah. Was, and, then we and, tied and each and other. We played each other and we actually tied. Yeah. It's horrible. No, no points. We there. shared the spotlight. It was like we need. We needed some type of of of, of support. Not a nothing. No, there was nothing no, there for us. There was us. nothing there. But we. Uh, well, not we. I mm. had a big turnaround the next two years. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, this year I'm not doing too bad, but. I'm, I'm I'm scraping through on our league. I'm okay. Uh, we play each other this week. We are so, playing each other this week. How about loser uh, uh, has to get a vasectomy? Shit, I'm trying to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I didn't want to go for the gusto and just say, you know, loser has to shave his pubes and then bring it in the bag. You know, I honestly week. thought you was going to say that, you <laughs> bastard. I honestly thought you did. Um, loser gives a vasectomy. That 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 has to be like the the stipulation for next year's um, fantasy football. And the last <laughs> place has to get a vasectomy. <laughs> um, so with that, we're gonna just lead into week eight pickums. Probably the other reason why he wanted to be on the show. I baby. love this theme. I really, really do. I get, I'm getting hyped right now. By the way, I still play this one. You should. I do. It gets to five. It's coming out. Right? I know. Part two is the best. I can't. Yeah. And the rest of them, no, I can't. Just this one. Alrighty, so we have for the Thursday night game we have the Dolphins versus the Patriots. Patriots at home. What you got? Uh, I'm taking the Pats, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of know where that's going. As much as it's riddling you to pick the Pats, you have to. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Pats. I am going to take the Pats as well. This is just too easy for me to not even yeah. look away from. I'm, I'm wondering if they're gonna win by 27 or by 47. I don't know. Then we have for Sunday. This is a wow. We, really? Where the hell are they playing? At? I gotta I find out what's what's where they playing. At. The Lions versus Kansas City. Where are they? And that's what I'm saying. It's at Kansas City, but it has a it has a 9:30 start time. Man. Is it? Oh, it's in London. Oh, it is. It's, yeah, it's the other game in London. Oh, that's right. They win this um, So technically, it's a home game for KC. But it's that's really right, a neutral yeah, yeah, game right. for the both. Okay, which is weird because I I would have thought that uh, the Dolphins and the Jaguars was the, uh, the 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 favorite teams to go to London. But okay, Chiefs, more power to you. Who you got, Chiefs and, and the Lions? Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Detroit. Nice. I am gonna take Detroit. 
I think they had that that the, the little spell, the little down spell. They're, they're, and they're starting to come together. Yeah, I'll take Detroit. We got the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. Falcons at home for the 1 o'clock. Oh, I got to take the Dirty Birds. Dirty Birds. Jameson Winston, I'm sorry, Bobby. You love football and you love the game, but it's coming slowly but surely for you. I'm going with the Falcons as well. We have the 1 o'clock with the Cardinals and the Browns. Browns at home. That Cardinal defense is too tough, man. I love Carson Palmer, man. He's going to be the guy that I'm going to ride out to the longest. So who you got? I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm going the same way. We have the 1 o'clock with the 49ers with the Rams. That Rams running game is great. Uh, San Francisco right now doesn't have a clue. I'm going with St. Louis. I'm going to take St. Louis as well with that one. We have the Giants at the 1 o'clock at Saints. Uh, right now, New Orleans, they don't even know what they're doing. I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. You know what's funny is that <laughs> this is one of those games that it'll, it's a toss-up for me. I just got to ride out. I want to say the Giants, and I said I would ride out with them for the longest, but I'm going to say Saints on this one. Sorry, I know I'm a Giant fan, but it's I'm in New Orleans. sorry. I'm, yeah, it's in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Giants on the road. Okay. Vikings at Bears. Vikings at Bears. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is a very yeah. He's in, he's he's interesting. Um, what is he having a he's having a career year right now? Well, he's only been in the league two years. Exactly, right? I was about to say yeah. <laughs> says the says he's putting the man up great who numbers he was in there for ten years. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Vikings on this one on the road. I am going to say as much as I like Teddy B and AP is gonna be. AP, I'm going to go with Bears with this. Really? Yeah. Wow. I got here the Chargers and the Ravens at Ravens. Chargers and the Ravens at Baltimore. I'm going with Phillip Rivers on the road and the Chargers. That's a good bet. But for me, um, first of all, if if, if all of that is true, if if the Chargers are, are making their move to L.A., I think it's a great it's a great move for them. I think it's a it's a great look for them. It reminds me of when you're playing Madden and you want to leave a certain city. Congratulations to you guys. I'm not going to be one of that opposed. But for this game, I'm going to go Ravens on this one. Wow. I, yeah, I'm going to go Ravens. We have the Bengals at Steelers. Division game. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati's too tough. Uh, where Where is it? In Pittsburgh? At Pittsburgh. How long is, uh, this is, I think, uh, Roethlisberger will be back by then, wouldn't he? Uh, he should be. He should be back he by should then. should be back. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm picking the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Steelers have weapons. It should be on the table Not for them. Not enough, though. Steelers have weapons. It's going to be a close one, but I'm going to go with the black and yellow. I'll go wow. Steelers. We have another... Uh, one o'clock, which is the Titans at Texans. This is like one of those games. It's like, hmm, who might be shittier than the next one? Yeah, this game won't even make Sports Center. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Texas. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with. You know what? On the road, I'm gonna take Mariota on the road. Uh, surprise, surprise. I'm gonna take Mariota. I'm gonna take the Titans. And to be honest with you, I had the Texans down to win. But I'm going to take the Titans. There you go. We have Jets and Raiders at Raiders. The 4 o'clock. 
430, excuse me. I know you're a fan of Carr. Um, but that jet defense is too tough. And, I'm, I'm, I, and you know what? I'm a little biased towards it. A little? Jet you a got jet fan. green underwear on. <laughs> I actually do. Um, but no, to be real, uh, yeah, again, that jet defense is too tough. I'm going to take the Jets. I am going to say that they always trouble me when they go away from home. So I'm going to take the Raiders on this Wow. One. We have the 425 with the Seattle Seahawks going against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to take, I think the Seahawks are waking up right now. I'm going to take Seattle on this. Um, depending on what's going to be the status for Dez. Uh, he's out. Doesn't matter. No, he's out. He's for, out. He's out for 10 weeks. No, they have him that he's progressing. He did workouts this week. Okay. Yeah, I don't he think he's work- ready yeah, though. No, no, he did workouts this week. He'll be, he, he, he's good. So uh, we got, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on that one. We have the 8.30, which is Sunday night. The Packers versus Broncos. Ooh. Now, mind you, Broncos saw an elite offense last week. And now they've seen the Packers. What you got? I'm going to take, you know what? The Broncos are still trying to figure, they're still trying to figure it out. Um... Aaron Rodgers is too good. The game's in, you said the game's in Green Bay? In Denver. In Denver? Denver. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta go Green Bay. I too will say Green Bay, and I think this is gonna be the game in which, uh, Denver's ex- defense is gonna realize that they're not gonna be able gonna to be hold exposed. together and somebody's gonna have to hold it yeah, up. Yeah, they're gonna be exposed. And finally, for the Monday nights, the Monday nights, everyone will having the Indianapolis Colts versus the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. At Carolina, Carolina, Indianapolis. Cam Newton having an MVP year. Yes, he is. I'm gonna go with Carolina. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Put your hands up. Tuck it around your head. Put it like a helicopter. I'm going with Panthers for this one. Cam, I got your back, dog. I'm, I'm liking the MVP season. Dude. Supporting that rapper life. And <laughs> <laughs> and that was our pickums. So what I want to do is something I have not done on the show in the past couple of episodes, which is the last three outs. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am bringing it back out for this episode. I'm afraid. Why? (laughs) Like, you know, it's not that bad. It really isn't. It's not as bad as people think it is. And I'm mad because I wish I had like a segment breakdown or a bumper for it like I did for the other segments. But I, I thought I wasn't going to bring it back. But since you've been here and since apparently you don't know how to go home, I just might as well go through it with you. So we're going to do it this way. Let me, I got to get my bed ready first. Yeah, exactly. I'm staying on. <laughs> we're going to do this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen who, hasn't, who haven't heard the last three outs before, the last three outs is a segment of the show in which we break down a question and ask an answer between myself and a cohort of my choosing for this time Lou E Coyote Wonderful. super genius 
which is the title of the show, <laughs> is going to be the recipient of this segment. And um, each question is going to pertain to one or two things. The first question is going to be about sports. Second one is going to be about pop culture. And the last question is random fuckery. So if you have children in the room, Send give them, them some Hennessy and put them to sleep. Put them out. Give them a little bit of 44D and put them to bed. By the way, before we even get into this, mom and dad, I know you're listening. <laughs> Please understand. Please understand. <laughs> They're not listening. Listen. They fell asleep after the the, the disappointment you were with um, scoring the red Mr. zone. Mr. Mr. Santi is one of my best friends, and he he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean well. Yeah, Mr. Santi works in psych, so he, <laughs> he he has issues. So he, he's he's a psych patient with keys and an ID. So let's go with this. All righty. Hit it. Let's go. I'm gonna hit you off with first something easy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it up there like a like a nice little softball for you to hit out the room. Let it go over the gates. All right, sports related. Hit it. What would you? What circumstance would you prefer to be in? Sports related. Would you be the closer of a World Series game? The man who hits the game-winning home run in the World Series game, the man who robs the game-winning the game-winning run in the World Series game, or the manager of a World Series game. Wow, it's good, right? That's a good one. Oh, I'm awesome. I love <laughs> the shit that I do. I'm awesome, yo. Um, I love the that choices shit. that you gave me. Well, I've eliminated two of them already. Which were? I'm I'm torn. <laughs> I'm torn between two. The two that I'm torn. The two that I'm torn between is managing a World Series winner and hitting the game-winning home run in a, in a World Series game or to win the World Series? World Series? Well, to win the World Series. To win the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, then it makes it easier. I would want to be the guy that hits the game-winning home run in the World Series. Really? I want to be the second coming of Joe Carter. Really? Yes. That, 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 that seems like... I don't know. You know, it's funny because me knowing you, you know, it does kind of make sense because I think now the late, the later years, it makes you to want to be the manager. Yeah. But early, like for you to be early on for that. Yeah. I, 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 I see that. I, let yeah. me hit the home run first before I manage the team. That's what <laughs> I'm you have a two or one batting average with like six home runs in the league. Six home runs in my career. In your whole career. <laughs> and you hit the game winner. Right? I'll take it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I can see that with you. I, it, 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 it's kind of psychological because it's almost like a trait to your personality. It's pretty, it, it, it's pretty cool. Well, thank you. All right. Now, you relay a sports question to me. This one's a little easier. I know that you're a big, big, big Michigan fan. Yes. Yes. Okay. How would you rather... <laughs> All right. Let's go. How would you rather lose a game? You <laughs> son of a bitch. You have no soul. Oh, man. right. No, no, because I know what's coming. Uh, <laughs> would you rather lose the game the way they did uh, this past, this past some, week? This past, yeah. No, two, Sundays, uh, two, Sundays two Sundays ago. Yeah. Two, two Saturdays. Two Saturdays ago. Uh, with uh, punting the ball and getting blocked and all that, you know, fuckery yeah, yeah. that happened. Mm -hmm. Would you rather lose it that way or would you rather be blown out a hundred to nothing? You know what's crazy? 
at home, a lot of people might think the latter of what I'm about to say, but I would prefer to lose it the way that they did a few Saturdays ago because, A, the punter in question is not an NFL or a football punter in general. He's a, he, he played in, in Australia and stuff like that. So he's not really to fault about what happened, although someone should have prepped him on that. Someone should beat his ass is what they should do. No, no. I'm talking about like coaches or whatever. They should have prepped him for that. That 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 that's coaching wise for. As a Michigan fan, did you feel bad for him? I'll I'll tell you right now, to this day I have not seen it visually. I haven't seen it. I heard it. I was listening to the game. And hearing it was worse than watching it for me. Because mm-hmm. I still haven't watched the whole Play hasn't transpired. I haven't seen. You it. haven't seen it on a highlight. No, nothing. nothing oh, you gotta see it. No, you I have don't. to. I don't. You have give to. me was, about ten years. It was uglier than what you heard. Yeah. No. No. You, you have, <laughs> I'm. Let me explain something. I'm the kind of guy that I appreciate certain sports by listening to it. Like baseball is a game that I can love to listen to. Okay. Yeah. I rather not watch it. I like to listen to it. I get more. Involved in it that way, right? I can see that. And even at, um, even at sometimes basketball is the same way. I I would rather listen to basketball, and I know everybody's like, "Oh, but basketball is a visual game with the dunks and all that stuff." Right. Well, I agree but with that. me, I'm I'm a kind of guy that I get more enthusiastic when I hear the game. Okay. Football is more visual to me. This was probably the one instance in my sports. History that I did not want to see. I just I rather listen to it and not. I mean, let me tell you, I was sitting here prepping because um, when everything was going down, I was I was prepping for a, a, a show, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to the game, and I go, "Yeah, we got this in the bag. It's gonna happen, and all this stuff." And then all of a sudden, oh my god, he knows in the and when you hear it, it's you, you're you're more. Eager to hear a positive outcome. No, no. But when you see something worse happen later on, oh no, you tend to appreciate no what happened with that play. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like think about it. I'm a big Jets fan. I don't think of the butt fumble anymore. And then, (laughs) and then that night, that night I had a personal issue I had to deal with, and I was watching the um, the USC. Uh, I believe I believe it was the USC Notre Dame game. Or the, uh, it, it was the Notre Dame game that was happening, mm. uh, and it made me feel a little bit better about myself. But <laughs> as, long, as long as I didn't watch it, I was just like, no, no, no. That was later on. No, sorry, that was later on. Um, yeah, I would rather I would rather uh, I would rather have the the punt issue than being blown out. I really would. If I get blown out now, if you would have said getting blown out by a lower level team like. The the heartbreak that I've had with Michigan because that that thing that happened with the punt was not the heartbreak. The heartbreak was years ago when they lost to Appalachian State. State. Yeah, yeah, that's the bigger heartbreak I out of anything. That. Oh my yeah. god, that's um the longest yard in Michigan. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that'll be it. So let's throw it back to pop culture. My question to you is: We're nineties guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we're we're close in age, and we met. And actually got connected with 90s music. Yes. Uh, quick story about that. Uh, we were going to a meeting. We knew <laughs> each other from softball. And, and to be honest, there were there, there, there were some, he probably didn't 
know about it until now, but there were some rumblings about, oh, you know, think they, that, that guy, Louis, he, he, he could be a dick. <laughs> yeah, nobody <laughs> liked me for my yeah, mind. Yeah, he, 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 he could be a dick. So I was, I was real cutthroat. Yeah, he could be a dick. And this is, this is like preseason meeting wise, whatever. So when we were going to the coaches meeting, I needed a ride to the meeting. I live in New York City. I don't need a car. Fuck that. So he, you know, he, he said, yo, if you need a ride, I got you. Hey, I'll, I'll come pick you up. So he picks me up and he was playing some 90s music in there. What were we, what were we playing? When they reminisce over you. Yeah, and I turned over to him. I was like, oh, what you know about that? And ah, that's uh, P Rock and Seal Smooth. I said, oh. You're not as much as a uh, you're not as much as a tool as I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's been magic ever since. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's when kismet happened. That's when the kismet came together. But um, with '90s, uh, with the '90s music we have for all, top three your '90s favorite R&B groups of all time. Top three R&B groups of all time. Um, well, Boys to Men is definitely number one. Um, big Boys to Men fan. Didn't care. What, didn't care what a lot of people thought. I was into that New Jack era. Um, Jodeci was another. I did like Jodeci. Um, and the other, believe it or not, even though they came out with what, maybe two or three albums, had to be Silk. There's a meeting in my bedroom. 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 <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't want to go with the obvious, which is um, um, let me lick you up and down. Well, that was one of my favorites. I actually found a remix stop. to that song, and I, I, oh my god, the twelve-inch version is the shit. <laughs> Girl, don't say stop, baby. <laughs> that's Pop the one. Up. That's the one I like. I, I want to freak with you. you. <laughs> What's the next one? What's the question uh, okay, you have for me? I got one for you. Let's see here. Uh, we're going to go into uh, pop culture. Okay. Uh-huh. This whole thing that's been going down with Mr. Well, it, it kind of ties into sports as well. But since people want to get, you know, reality with it, and uh-huh. you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Mr. Lamar Odom. Oh, God. Letty already gave me shit last episode about Lamar Odom. So. I believe it. But I, now I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, this whole thing with the reality star and the NBA star. If you haven't mentioned it before, What's I, you've mentioned it to me before. Yeah. I, I just want to hear it again. How do you feel or who would, what would you tell the people on the difference between the two? Um, it's, it, it sucks because nowadays there's no, no differentiation of each one because we have athletes that want to be social media stars and you have musicians that want to be social media stars. And, you know, it's always about the end game of who is what and what's going to be where when it comes to their celebrity. I still think that it's all about the nature of where you came from. It's about who you are and what, what you are first. With Lamar's case, his accomplishments to teams and the, the 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 field of basketball is it's 
it's not recognized and for the media to sit there and and tie him into the reality era is their ignorance of not knowing who he is unfortunately i don't want to blame the kardashians i don't i can't i can't because what happens is, is that we can tie it into everything else with that the i love new york's or the loving hip-hops and all that shit you know everybody gotta get bread somewhere and everybody's responsible for what they do because honestly lamar could have sat there and said i don't want to be on the show he could have did that he could have said i don't want to be on the show and not been a part of it right but he chose to be on it and that's the responsibility of that i just blame the ignorance of anybody else who doesn't know Lamar Odom, be it because you're not a sports fan or whatever, fine. Tie him into what you want to tie him into. They see him as Khloe Kardashian's yeah, husband. husband. Yeah, and, and, and that's what it is. It's 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 a give and take. You already knew what you were going to be part of, but it's sad, man. It's sad that this is what we have to do because years ago we weren't going to sit there and say, well, you know, um, Daryl Strawberry is that guy from uh, no reality show because there wasn't any. The only thing you would know Daryl Strawberry now from if there was one was like celebrity rehab or some shit like right. that. Right. But he's an old school guy. Lamar has he's been out the league for how long? What? A year or so? Two no, years? Or three. Two or three years? Yeah, it's still close. So I don't know. It, it, it's a sad thing. And unfortunately, I'm going to be the first one to say it probably anywhere. As much as everybody has the high hopes for him to push push through and of course tmz and all these media outlets have him as you know they're making it through he's renounced him doing drugs whatever he'll be back i believe that he'll he'll go back and i know i I know exactly where he's going it's sad but you you get that funny feeling i i oh my lord phil jackson has such a soft spot for him yeah yeah yeah. he'll be back yeah it'll it'll be that those 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 one or two uh, tryouts, and it'll be one of those things like, well, you know, we can't promise you a starting position, but uh, oh, we yeah. just need you there as the the guy who could be the leader and the the, the example for what. Nah, it's whatever. He'll, he'll be back. He'll even for a year in the Nick organization. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's unfortunate because everybody's going to cash in on uh, on cash in on it, and if the Knicks do do that, they're no better than social media and any other media outlet. Sorry to say, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Last but not least is random fuckery. For this question, children, put oh. your hands together. And put it to your ears. There you go. There you go. <laughs> For Lou E. Coyote. Ay, mi madre. I mentioned earlier that you had the porn mustache. Yes, you did. So sexy. You might have to wax it sometimes. <laughs> If you, it's a three-part question. If you were to do one, A, what would be your porn name? B, who would it be with? And C, what is the theme and the title? Wow. wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. Um, well, you want me to ask if you like it in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad, he does like it in the butt. He likes to do that. <laughs> That's it. I I that was the that was that that was the one he was afraid for you guys to hear. He does like doing it in the butt. There you go. <laughs> God help me, mom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was worried, so I just helped you out. Yes, he is into anal. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. So where he heard it from dad. <laughs> wow. 
You wanted me to really embarrass you? So Pop, I'm, Pop, listen, Pop, I'm sorry. <laughs> so where the long line that might be some truth into that. <laughs> anyway. So the name, it will be. Okay, the name, let's see. Um, I'd say it would be uh, Lou Rams. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Do you spell Rams the same way? R A M S. I would probably spell it the same way. Yeah. Uh, and who would be your your co? Please let it be a gay porno guy. <laughs> <laughs> who would the star be that yes, I'd be with? Yes, yeah, your your co-host. Yes. Oh man, my co-host or my? Oh, yeah, I mean your co-star. My co-star. Yeah. Well, it could be a co-host depending on what kind of fucking scene you're doing. Oh my! Lord. It'll be a radio show that you do in somebody's house. It's called a regular season. <laughs> Uh, boner cast or whatever it is, and they're your co-host. <laughs> I gotta go with, um, yeah. I, 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 you know, it's funny. As soon as who's you said your favorite? It, the first person that popped right into my head. Oh man, Miss Sienna West. Oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And what would be the theme? Well, Sienna is shit. I wish she was like maybe ten years older than me. <laughs> like milf. Um, <laughs> let's see. Ooh, tutor student. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I haven't been able to get this math correctly. This algebra, it's a little bit too hard. I need this A A real bad. This algebra (laughs) has been a little bit too hard, just like what's been rising in my pants. (laughs) Can you help me to get PEMDAS out? <laughs> what would be the title? Hard Algebra? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what would be the title? Uh, Hard as Trigonometry. <laughs> uh, ramming the West Side. Oh! hi <laughs> You have to see my face right now. I'm in tears. He is pink. It's pink. Exactly what I, I, I go for when oh I do. Oh, my God. When I do. That, that was three. great, though. That was great. Okay. Now so I'm now, not going to get that name out of my head. Now you go. Now it's your turn. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I would do the same thing, but you know what? I'm not. Uh, I, to- I, I told you. I, did, I prepped you for this. You, you did. did. You did. You did. I've never, I've never known you to be that guy. That particular guy that would get into the porn game. Okay. You've mentioned it time and time again. Right. But everybody has their secrets. Of course. Okay. If you could. Right. And you would. What professional sports team. Think about this for a second. Okay. I'm leaving it wide open. Okay. I'm talking about the major four sports. All right. What professional team would you even think about letting them gay orgy on you? Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm glad you asked because somebody, I've been dying for somebody to get me this question. <laughs> Hello. Goldie's about to come out. Uh, first of all, no one in the NFL. No one. If I had to go anywhere that'd be gay orgy, and no, you know, everybody's gonna sit there and go, "Well, why you didn't put parameters and say no, no I'm not a like that." I, I, I'll play the game. No one in the NFL because 
shit, them niggas hung like fucking years of slavery. Hello. All right, whatever. You're going to well, not put like the X three, up on it. Not like a 300-pound linebacker. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let them in off of it. Uh, I'm going to go with the smallest and like the <laughs> whitest team. And so it has to be somebody in hockey. hockey. Yeah. It has to be like someone Canadian. And it'd be like the Winnipeg something or whatever, or the Montreal, whatever the fuck. It has to be one of those. <laughs> the Toronto little dicks or some shit like that. <laughs> and, and, uh, baseball, you hear baseball, you hear bats. You're like, fuck that. I'm, I'm staying away from that shit. <laughs> and basketball, no, no, no reasoning for that shit. You already know what it is. Oh, God. So right. it has to, it would have to be. A hockey team. Which one? Uh, like I said, they have to be Canadian. So, you know, let it be like the Montreal. Well, you have seven to choose from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, 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 let it be. Let it be Montreal. Let them. The, let Montreal. The Montreal do it. Canadians. Yeah, let Montreal do it. You know what's funny about Montreal is that you know they're all so pompous and arrogant because of like French Canadians. They're like, oh, they are bringing their sticks with them. Yeah, they'll bring okay. it, but it's like, oh, oh no, you see, it's a poo poo, it's stinky back there. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm good with that. So, <laughs> wow, that was cool. I, <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm not even sweating. See that, and I, I love that because I'm waiting for somebody to sit there and try to stub me. But I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Vancouver, maybe. I don't know. They, do they still have a team? The Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was our. Revised version of the last three outs. <laughs> Somebody ramming me with their hockey stick. <laughs> Send in Send the, closer. the closer. To close out the show, I want to say that uh, I, I I haven't mentioned it through October. And it's it's not on purpose. It's just because I I waited to do it at the end because I didn't want to be a hypocrite like a lot of other areas in sports or radio that does it. I want to talk about uh, the month of breast cancer awareness, which is I, I I can say that I'm proud to see everything from football to uh, even field hockey or golf or but you know they go out there they wear the pink and they're tried and true and giving those an awareness wwe is one of those who who goes out there and promotes it with with the, the foundations and stuff but at the end of the day the realization of it is that just because you wear pink doesn't mean that you're supporting the cause and you need to be real aware of the situation I have been blessed and lucky enough not to have family members or individuals in my life close enough who has been affected by this. I've had cancer, uh, cancer patients and victims and deaths close to me in life. But for breast cancer, it's so different. And the law, the, the one thing that we lose in the fight for breast cancer is the fact that there are males who too, although it's minimal, they too are victims and susceptible to dying of such a horrible and tragic tragic disease. And I want to give a shout out to the males out there who are in remission or fighting this disease. 
you know, it, it's, 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 it's funny because years ago, I had a friend of mine, it's one of the CEOs of Rapper Life, who would jokingly, we would sit there and he would say, yeah, you know, I'm taking shark pills. I work at the Wayne Reed. I'm taking shark pills because I want to make sure I don't get breast cancer. Jokingly saying, but in the long run, he was the one that sat there and gave us as the youth awareness that this affects male seriously and he 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 pushed through it because he was the one that sat there and, and realized that this could happen to anyone you know and we need to understand that although that we have all these contributors and 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 outside parties who are looking out for gaining awareness and contributions and donations for the cause we also have to recognize that it's not only females that are getting the 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 disease and 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 the the, the this illness it's it's males out there who too have to suffer from this and in the long run we are hoping for a cure we want research to help us not get these debilitating diseases but we also have to remember that this is something that's going to be long going and we need to recognize where our monies are going to and recognize that this is a long fight this is something that's going to happen overnight and to you guys who are wearing pink don't wear the pink for fashion wear it for the reason i want to thank you guys again for being a part of the regular season sports cast once again big shout out to my brother mr lou e coyote pleasure being on man very very much so yeah we're gonna get you back uh in the next couple of episodes i'm trying to think about scheduling for maybe next year so <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I get if I get the lowest like ratings for this show, I'm blaming you. I I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> nah, you 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 were fucking awesome, man. Thanks Thank for you. everything. I really wanted to give you shit and fuck with you, but you did such a great job. I wouldn't. I, I'm not gonna do. <laughs> I'll save it for next episode. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> once again, I want you guys to check out RageWorks.net for this show and all other shows that are on the website we have a, a multitude of other uh, of other shows that you could download and listen to if you want anything from comic books wrestling uh MMA video games and all things entertainment check out rageworks.net for all shows and podcasts as well as articles that are available to you as well as we have a shop zone there check out rageworks we have t-shirts there cool shit up there man you guys got to check it out man hopefully uh, you guys make good uh, make good choices and make the purchases for uh, your shirts in particular. They have everything that you want from Star Wars for any other geeky shit you like. I'm about to get my shirt on next week. I'm just like I'm gonna go. Sh- I feel like a Beverly Hill hillbilly. Like I don't know shit out there. <laughs> a big shout out to you guys once again. I'm gonna stop shouting you guys out because y'all guys don't go and. Um, like any of the stuff that I put out there for social media. Make sure that you guys add yourself to the regular season sportscast on Facebook. It's an open group, guys. It's not closed. You don't have to check in with me like if I'm the fucking gatekeeper. You can go in and add. We are on there tons. Louis is always putting up stuff up there to share. We always have open commentary. 
as Hilarious. well as well as at regular season sports on Instagram. And finally, I you know, I usually I'm not a Twitter guy, but I, I figure that I guess I have to put it out there now. I've had it for a while, but I'm getting a lot of love from there as well. Big shout out to Javon Lewis who's out there promoting. Big shout out to Brandon Lewis also for retweeting my uh, my episode with good Hank Flanders. Big awesome man. Thanks thanks for thanks for the for the love as well as everybody else who's out there. My Twitter is rwjsanti. RWs for RageWorks because before I was a regular season commentator, I was at RageWorks. All right. Big shout out to my peoples in the room. Everybody clap it up in here. Clap it up. Yes. Thank you. And a big shout out to Josie boy. You guys is awesome, man. Mr. Josie's boy. You guys su- shut the fuck up when I needed you to. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Josie's boy actually supported the fact that he wanted me on the show. Yeah, he did. He yes, he said, listen, yo, he, yo, he make sure he put that around our test story out there. <laughs> Meta World Peace, I'm going to hashtag you. You better make sure that you freaking listen to this episode and be like, yeah, I know that nigga. I kicked him right in the gut. And he cried like a bitch. I got to go hide. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you guys have been all love. And that's a wrap. Uh, as I do as in every episode from now on, play on, players. Trips. We have, we have, we have, we have.